It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because on this day. In 1985, the cult released their second studio album, Love, featuring She Sells Sanctuary. Can someone explain to me why that song was not a number one hit? Why it was not... Well, they uh, say that about the cult generally. Why? Why wasn't the band a bigger... Why it should have been a bigger deal than it was. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's so damn good, and it's it is it too unusual sounding? No. I mean, it's very distinctive. That's for sure. Not 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 quite like anything else out there at the time. Certainly, I can't understand the words. Is that the reason you think? Yeah, the fact that he goes. Well, just, that's just me. I, which I kind no, you're right. I could never sing along. I kind of like the fact that. And singing along is mm. is what makes a song a hit. I think you know? maybe I don't know. I still don't know what the lyrics are. Uh, it's a, he does he does sing "She Sells Sanctuary" and there's fire in in her eyes. Mm-hmm. I got those two lines. Yeah, um, that uh, that was the. It says here it's the um, the final the final song they did before they fired their drummer, <laughs> Nigel P- Preston. He knows why. He was fired because, well, you know. All drummers should be named Nigel. I think so. He was uh, he'd been their drummer for a long time. You're a British drummer, yeah. I think. Yeah. I saw a video yesterday of this woman. I think she does stuff with Jordan Klepper, but she she's... Jordan just, Klepper, the uh, guy on The Daily Show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's stopping people on the street saying, what's the best American band? And person after person after person would say, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin. No, American band. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like she had a heart. I mean. Ask Mike Lee what is his favorite band from the 80s. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Led Zeppelin. But, and you, I mean, it's all edited, of course. But enough people said, had oh, yeah. a hard time coming up with yeah. a favorite American <laughs> band. Oh, I'm, I'm watching the video for Sheet. She sells sanctuary. Maybe that's why they were no. He's a little flamboyant. He's not like a, a regular rock star. He's like Stevie Nicks. He's got some scarves hanging on the microphone, and he's doing little dances. And it's like the Aerosmith guy. Yeah, ki- yeah, kind of. But it's uh, he's uh, unusual. I like it. Well, I mean, yeah, that was the thing about the cult. I enjoyed them. And, and that song I enjoyed, mm-hmm. but I could not sing along. 
yeah. and I couldn't find lyrics anywhere at that time. And I don't, I don't really care because I just like the overall sound. I don't, as you know, I have, I don't know lyrics to songs, even the clear ones sometimes, because I just listen to the overall sound of, of it. I don't, I don't pay that much attention, and I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, the heads that turn make my back burn. These are and those heads that turn make my back make my back burn. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Can you understand those lyrics when he sings them, Gina? No. Oh. The sparkle in your eyes. I know that one. Keeps mm-hmm. me alive. Mm-hmm. And the sparkle in your that. eye keeps me alive. Mm-hmm. Keeps me alive. The world and the world turns around. The world and the world. Yeah, the world drags me down. Okay. Oh, the heads that turn make my back burn. We're I don't back know to what that again. That yeah, yeah, yeah. How the fire in your eyes keeps me alive, and the world that turns makes my back burn. I. Uh, what he means by that? I, I didn't get any I, of that. I, may I? I yeah. As people, as he walks by people, he feels them turning to look at him, and it he can feel them mm. you know, their eyes burning into his mm. back. Okay. They look at him as though there's something wrong with him. Hmm. You know, they see him straight yeah. on as they as he's walking yeah. past them, yeah. and they turn around and look. But yeah, I. Uh, I mm. It's the name of the band too. That's the cult. That's scary. They scare people. I'm I'm watching them. They don't seem very scary They're on not. stage. He's really young in this too. Thank God. Ian. Yeah, Ian Asbury, very young. Ian Astbury or Asbury? I don't know. It's it's very British. Either way, oh, it's a great song. Anyhow, what else we, did we have today that we? I don't know. There was no other th- on this day. I, I just I grabbed that one. You didn't, Gina. You usually research. On I was this busy days. doing something that I shouldn't have been doing. Oh, for Christ's <laughs> sake! Are you gonna are you gonna boo hoo about that all morning? Instead of saying thanks, Gina, for doing that, you were upset that I did it. Instead of saying, "Oh, thank you," you you were mad that I did it. Well, Gina, as it turns out, <laughs> I didn't write a Utah word of the day, but you didn't know that. No, you I didn't. didn't know that, and I could have written and spent all my time writing a Utah word of the day, only to have you say, "Hey, Bill, guess what I did?" It would have been nice to know it beforehand. That's all. And then I would not have gone to all the trouble, which I didn't go to anyway. But you, do you do you see what I mean? No, I don't, because it could go the other no, way. No, because we could have hung on to. Yeah, it. <laughs> it's not like it would. It was a waste. It w- yes, we could have hung on to it, mm-hmm. but still, I w- could have wasted... I didn't, but I could have wasted all that time yesterday. But it wouldn't have been a waste of no, time, because we, we would use it, it again later. A, it would have been a waste of my time, because I had other things to do. And I don't like to sit down and, you know... Then you but didn't. that was your, your so first you reaction, was, no. was to be upset that I wasted your time yesterday, not, oh... Thank you for writing that. Maybe we'll use that today. Maybe we'll use the one yes, that, that I was, wrote Yes, that was. Yes, it was exactly my first reaction. <laughs> Your first reaction yes. was that you were mad. It was. I don't want to. I don't like writing them. I don't want to write. Which them. is why I thought maybe I would write it. Then you should have said, "Hey, Bill, guess what? I'm going to write one for you." And I would have gone. Thank you. That's that's a load off oh, my mind. But no, I had the load off my. <laughs> mind. She didn't get the idea until this morning. Yeah. 
I woke up this morning and I thought, oh, I because it occurred yeah. to me. This wasn't a plan. It just happened. It occurred to me. I see. That, that we hadn't talked about it. And occasionally we have come in on a Tuesday morning and you'll be like, oh, right, I forgot. I can think of one other time. And I <laughs> planned a rerun today because I started to write one yesterday and I just didn't have it. I just couldn't do it and I had other things to do, so I did a rerun. I, th- I can only think of one other time we have done a rerun, maybe two. Next and, you know, time I, I will... Well, let's just not do them at all. How about that? <laughs> I'd just be happy to not do them. I like them. So that's the answer, is that we just don't do them? Well, I like them. Just, kind of, yes. Yeah. seems kind of, you know. Well, well if I don't do them. I, you know, And well, I'm not allowed to, I and, guess. Yeah, so she's <laughs> so. trying to help. If I don't do them. No, I mean, the last well, one you wrote you, was good. If I you don't it. do them, then she steps in to help. And this one is... And this one is it's got a kernel of a fantastic yes, idea. Yes, it is workable. Yes. It's, it, we I wrote it this morning. Yeah. We couldn't do it today, but... Exactly. Because we have to, as Carrie puts it, workshop it. Yeah, we just need to workshop it a little bit. It's, but it's, that's all you needed to say. Not be mad at me for doing it. You were mad that I did it. And I don't understand that. I wasted time yesterday. Which you didn't, because you didn't write anything yesterday. You wasted time thinking about it. Okay. I I tried to make myself clear, and apparently I haven't. That's okay. Let's get this over. Yeah, I'm for that. And we'll take your check-ins if you have a mind to do them. 877-602-9696. And uh, then, uh, or you could text 33986. Uh, Let's officially begin the show and then go to that. Advantage Use Signature PPO is a Medicare Advantage plan created in Utah with access to a huge network of doctors and hospitals, including University of Utah Health, Steward, Mountain Star, and Intermountain Healthcare. To see if Advantage U is right for you, visit AdvantageUMedicare.com. Uh, the moon is 42.6% of full. It's on the wane. We'll have a new moon on October 25th, the next full moon on uh, November 8th. The moon will set today at 3.53 p.m., today being Tuesday. It's the 18th day of October in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, 2022. It's 21 days until the midterm elections. And this is the, I keep this copy of the Constitution with me at all times. I keep it right next to my heart edition of the Radio from Hell show, starring the Lords of Morning Radio, Carrie Jackson, I'm Bill Allred. That over there is Gina Barberi. Katie, for short, is our producer. The soon-to-be-wed Katie, for short. <laughs> it's our last day with Katie. Oh, yeah. Well, not forever. No, she's... She's taking a break so that she can go get hitched. Is she... When she's married, is her name not Katie for oh, short anymore? All, these are all questions that need yeah. to be answered. Yeah. Actually, yeah, we yeah. have a note. We have time to talk to Katie before she leaves. At some point. Uh, and uh, we also have Dawson and Cameron Diaz helping out with the program as well. Thank you. All right. So, uh, let's uh, begin. Uh, this is Cass. Hello, Cass. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so, Bill. Yes. You are pretty angry at Gina right now. Oh, no, I'm thinking, not really. Maybe we should unpack this. <laughs> okay, let's unpack it. I'm not really mad okay, at Ka- her. It's oh, like, Cass, it's- this is really going to help. Yeah, I'm sure it will. <laughs> he said sarcastically. Cass, just let me say this. I'm not really mad. This is like, 
This is like brother and sister bickering. That's all it is. I'm willing to listen, Cass. What do you have? So am I. <laughs> what are you? All are right. you suggesting that I'm not willing? <laughs> Go ahead, Cass. <laughs> so, Bill, what I'm hearing from you is that you're angry because Gina did something that you didn't want to do. <laughs> yes. So I tried to. I tried to. That, that yes. cast that would That's exactly right. That, that would be one way to put it. <laughs> I could think of several other ways to put it, but I won't. <laughs> Why he is not in politics? I don't. Well, I don't know. Maybe we should open this up to to a dialogue. What What would you say is another one, Bill? Well, Cass is either a therapist or has been in therapy. Well, <laughs> first, a lot of therapy, Gina. <laughs> first of all, I, I'm not really angry. It's it's not. It's I, not. Bill, I feel. I'm using I I sentences. I feel unappreciated. I feel like. Well, there's a good reason for that, Gina. <laughs> There's Whoa. a very there's a very good reason for that. See, do I have a better help ad coming up? <laughs> I got one coming so, up. So so to pull this all back together, what I'm thinking would solve the issue <laughs> yes. is if Bill. Yes. Bill. Yes. If you asked Gina to do something that she obviously enjoys doing in her free time and that you don't seem to enjoy very much, you asked Gina to take that on. Okay. Listen, this is all I would request of Gina is if, now I didn't realize, she didn't say this until the, until the end of the argument, that she just started working on this this morning. Because all, all I would ask of her is if she has an idea for Utah Word of the Day, which she would like to take the burden away from me, let me know so that I don't duplicate the effort. Doesn't that make sense? Good, good, Bill. Doesn't that make sense? <laughs> That's great. That's all That's I was saying. <laughs> That's all I was saying. Okay? I hear you, Bill, and I understand well, what and, you say. And Gina, I hear you, and I thank you for hearing me. <laughs> Cass, this has been very helpful. Thank you so much. Wait, it I'm sure so has. glad. All right. It sure has. Cass, uh, your, yeah. uh, your payment will be a Radio from Hell book bag. <laughs> hang so on. Hang on the line. We'll get you one. All right. We're yes. going to put a copy of the Constitution in it. <laughs> yeah, let's go to Adam. <laughs> Adam. Good morning. Yeah. Thanks for letting me listen. Mm-hmm. Geek Show says, hey. hey, and Gina, I appreciate your work. Oh, thanks, Adam. <laughs> you didn't read the script, Adam. <laughs> no. um, I, I have a day in history for you, actually. Okay. Um, uh, on this day in 1977, Sex Pistols released Nevermind the Bullocks oh. in France, mm-hmm. which oh, was actually their first re- the first release of the album. Oh, that's right. What it did was... the French make of it? <laughs> I don't know. Sacrabou. I do know the album. The album did not include the song "Substance." It only had eleven tracks instead of the twelve mm. that the UK version had. Well, there you go. I'm making a note of that. Is that it, Adam? That's it. All Thank you. Gina didn't do the uh, this day. <laughs> okay. Thank, Thank you, you, Adam. Au uh, Let's go to uh, Killer. Killer, how are Hang you? Hang on. I don't know why I'm not mm. being able to take Killer's call for some reason. Hmm. Oh, there, there we go. There we go. Hi, Killer. I've got your Powerball Good numbers, morning. Killer. Uh, Killer, I guess you had a little you had a little problem, didn't you? Which 
Which problem? The con you weren't gonna go to that concert, the uh five finger oh, I went to both concerts, yeah. I went I went to Guar on Tuesday night and it was wonderful. They spewed a hundred gallons of red dye into the audience and I'm still trying to get it off. <laughs> um Five Finger Death Punch was Saturday. We uh the Who played H U, the new Mongolian metal. Oh that's the news that you guys need to see and hear that. That's oh, okay. The H U. It's called the Who. Okay. But didn't uh, they have a big power Megadeth outage? came on. Yeah, oh yeah. Megadeth came on and there's something happened to their equipment. It, it went down, so they were off for about 10 minutes and then came back on. And then uh, five, six, seven songs into Five Finger Death Punch, the power went out. Somebody, a drunk kid at telephone poles, what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but um, boy, was it dark! It, there, there's five, six thousand people in the dark. It was kind of entertaining, you know. How bad? That was as good as the concert, really. <laughs> you know, over, over your uh, beef with uh, Cass and all that stuff. I think you ought to let Cass write a couple of your things, and I think you ought to let Gina and, and uh, step into your seat and do the word of the day. So Bill isn't bothered by such trivial things as the word of the day. I'd be happy You're to right have now. her do it every time. Because Let's frankly, that. I think that's good. I've written at least Gina loves it. since we brought it around. We brought it back. I've written at least fifty scripts, and that's plenty. Yeah. You watch your numbers, well, killer. Gina loves it so much. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she'd like it so much if she had to do it every time. Here's your Powerball well, numbers, killer. <laughs> Nineteen, right. thirty, thirty-six, forty-six. 60 and the Powerball 25. Right on. All right. I there we go. My heart, so I'll have to go home and check. Uh, <laughs> see, see, see you later. Bye bye, killer. Good night. All bye. right. Thank you. Calling from outer space, apparently. If you love comic books, Star Wars, cartoons, action figures, anime, superheroes, and cosplay, you'll love Geek Show Podcast. Now available at broadwaymediagroup.com. Full strength, big boy news and opinuendo now brought to you by... The downtown Salt Lake Farmer's Market opens Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Pioneer Park. Locally sourced produce, meat, eggs, baked goods, packaged foods, and unique specialty items. Learn more at slcfarmersmarket.org. Well, I was going to make um, uh, James Corden a boner candidate. <laughs> All this stuff is coming out. Well, he, apparently, let me I'm get a better version of this story. Apparently, a restaurant in New York, uh, kind of an exclusive place, I think it's called Balthazar, uh, banned him from the restaurant because he they said he was a whiny little bitch. Uh, it says, uh, restaurateur Keith McNally, who owns the restaurant Balthazar, posted on Instagram that the comedian is effectively banned from the bistro. In the post, Keith calls James a tiny cretin of a man and claims that he was the most abusive customer to my Balthazar servers since the restaurant opened 25 years ago. Wow. Keith went on to detail two recent alleged examples of how James had treated Balthazar's waitstaff, also noting that he behaved similarly at Keith's former restaurant, Cafe Luxembourg, a few years back. And he sort of has this reputation with uh, a lot of places. But I didn't make him a boner candidate because... Now the owner of Balthazar, the restaurant, okay. has rescinded his ban. Mm, okay, he said. Um, he said that uh, 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 James Corden just called me and apologized profusely, having 
effed up myself more than most people. The, this is the restaurateur speaking. Okay. I strongly believe in second chances. So if James Corden lets me host his late night show for nine months, I'll immediately receive send his band Please. from Balthazar. Right. They said no, no. He said no, no. Of course not. But anyone magnanimous enough to apologize to a deadbeat layabout like me and my staff doesn't deserve to be banned from anywhere, especially Balthazar. So come back to the five and dime, Jimmy Corden. Jimmy Corden, all is forgiven. So apparently he, he he acknowledged that, yes, I was a jerk, and I'm really sorry I did the that. The weird thing, he... Go ahead. He ordered an egg yolk omelet. Not an egg white omelet. Never heard of that. An egg no. yolk... And then he, part of what he was complaining about is there was egg white... In the egg in yolk. In the egg yolk. Well, if he asked for an egg yolk omelet... But what is an egg yolk? It's an omelet made with... I've had that. So you just—it's very rich, and you leave the whites out. You just leave it, leave them out. Well, and see, that wasn't even the James Corden story that I read yesterday. What one did you read? It was one about the one on the airplane. Did you see that? No, one? no. So he's you know, James Corden's in first class, and there's an empty seat next to him. And before the plane takes off, the stewardess comes up with a passenger who has a baby and says, "Due to the seating arrangements, is it okay if she sits here?" The baby's crying. Mm. And James Corden says, okay, fine, she can sit here. And uh, so what he does is he puts on his noise-canceling headphones, mm-hmm. he puts on his mask, yeah. and goes to sleep. Okay. So the, the passenger watching this is like, oh, okay, see, he's he's not going to let the screaming child affect him. Okay. And the baby cried through the whole flight. Okay. All right. So then the flight lands, and the woman with the baby is trying to get her luggage and James Corden isn't moving. He's on the aisle seat. Oh. So she's trying to reach up over him to the overhead mm-hmm. to get her luggage, and he's not moving. Mm-hmm. And and kind of acting annoyed. Mm. Well. At which point, she hands the baby to him <laughs> and says, aren't you going to help me with the luggage? And this is your child, after all. You know, it was his wife. <laughs> no, I don't believe that. I don't. Be- I don't. It was his it. wife. I'm gonna I look this up. Look it I don't up. Believe it. I look don't. it up. I'm gonna look this up. I don't know if All it's right. true or not. This was. This was someone observed it. Um, this year's U.S. Senate race in Utah is uh, the first of its kind and closer than any Senate race in Utah in decades. Instead of facing a Democrat with low odds. Uh, Republican Senator Mike Lee, who touts himself as a constitutional conservative, uh, is up against independent candidate Evan McMullen, who bills himself also as a conservative, and he is, but he's not a Democrat or a Republican, he says he's an independent. The two have sparred over who the real conservative is, with McMullen calling Lee a constitutional con man, and Lee lumping McMullen in with Democrats after the state party voted to support him over putting forward their own candidate, calling him a liberal who embraces a socialist agenda, which which he doesn't. He's not, no. He's, um, he's as conservative as you, Mike. One of the most uh, notable differences, of course, is their opinion of former President Donald Trump. In 2016, McMullen launched a, a presidential bid as an alternative to Trump. That mm-hmm. didn't go anywhere, of course. Mike Lee he, voted he, for him. Uh, yes, he did. And although he voted for McMullen in 2016, Lee supported Trump's reelection bid in 2020 and has compared the former president to the Book of Mormon military commander 
Captain Morona. Yes, he did. But in the debate last night, it, the the fireworks started when um, Evan McMullen talked to or accused Mike Lee of being a bootlicker. Uh, Joe Biden, Lee deflected a question from Doug Wright, the moderator, about whether Joe Biden won the 2020 election, replying that Biden is the president. And then he cast a bunch of doubt on the elections. So he said, yes, the Biden is, pre- uh, is president because the Electoral College said so. Uh, but, you know, there might have been a lot of irregularities there so, in the election yeah. and on and on. And he went. Lee has come under fire for leaked messages with former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows Mm -hmm. revealing Mike Lee's efforts to assist Donald Trump's efforts to help him overturn the 2020 election. At one point in a text message, Lee texted Mark Meadows and said, I am working 14 hours a day calling state legislators in the run-up to January 6th trying to find a path for Trump's team to stop the certification of Biden's election. Mm -hmm. Well, Evan McMullen pointed all this out, to which Mike Lee said, that's not true. It's absolutely true. Yeah, we've got it all. It's not true. We have the receipts. It's not true. (laughs) You know how important it was when you urged the White... And McMullen said, you're talking about the importance of the Electoral College. Well, that's rich. You knew how important it was when you urged the White House to find a way to overturn the will of the people through the Electoral College. Yep. And again... Mike Lee is a liar. That stuff is on the record, mm-hmm. and people won't care. No, because people, most people don't pay attention. They, they, if they're going to vote, they'll get their ballot. And actually, Mike Lee was right about one thing. He said parties Careful. matter. <laughs> he said parties matter. And here's why they matter. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't pay attention to the news, you just follow. Yeah. You, you know, and we yeah. do it too. We, all three of us, at some point on a ballot, have voted for a Democrat that we didn't really know much about, but we voted for them because they have a D. Speak for yourself. We, uh, you absolutely have done How that. How do you know? You know why I've I done that? I do my research. <laughs> you know why I've done yeah. that? Because I know what the R is doing. Uh, yeah, no, and that's that's my point. Yeah. Is it, and, and that's why... That's why Mike Lee has a chance of winning in a time when he shouldn't, based on his behavior. People aren't paying Um, attention to that, and they will just vote the R. Here's typical Republican for you. Todd Weiler, tweeting this morning, I noticed. He said, did you notice how Evan McMullen didn't answer the first question that moderator Doug Wright asked him and used that first question to attack Mike Lee? Well, I would point out that that's true. He didn't. He didn't answer the question. It was something about what one thing could the federal government do that would help Utah that you would support. He didn't answer it. He he did go on go off on Mike Lee, mm-hmm. and then Doug Wright asked Mike Lee the same question, and Mike Lee did the same thing. Exactly. He did not answer the question no. at all. To which Doug Wright at some point said uh, after that said, "But but you guys uh, could he you tried just, to ask it yeah, again. Could you just answer yeah. the question? Uh, you didn't address that at mm-hmm. all. So Todd, shut up." And, po- and Doug was just, he, he has had it up to here with well, this audience. He was, wasting, have, he was wasting as much time I'm, admonishing them as they were I'm going to come up there oh, geez. and yeah. get you. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Herschel Walker. Mm. Uh, he's, I don't know what's going to happen with him. It's the same so, thing. Listen, he has an R somebody, next to his name. That is all anyone will think somebody, about. Somebody said, you know, they, you don't have to really elect him um, 
a senator or senator, you can yeah. just you can just make him an honorary senator, mm-hmm. and he'll think he's. Doing we'll just something. hand him a stethoscope and tell him he's a doctor. Uh, he has repeated several claims of uh, all kinds of you know nonsense. Uh, he boldly announced at one point that his that he found out through his mother that he's forty percent Native American. Forty percent. Yeah. Well, his mother yeah. said, "Huh? No, that's not. No, I never said that. <laughs> no, he, he I, just I, makes I didn't. Things up. So, and uh, and another one. And this guy's. I made a boner candidate." J.D. Vance. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a boner candidate. He's but one of the just, worst. Just a direct, absolute lie, and 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 he thinks he can just deny what's going on. And I guess he can. It is the Christofascist party. They're bringing it to you. Uh, the Infl- tr- Inflation is temporary, but the fascism will last a lot longer. Uh, the Trump Organization charged the Secret Service up to 1185 bucks per night for hotel rooms used by Secret Service agents protecting Donald Trump. How dare Barack Obama do that? And his family, according to documents released on Monday by the House Oversight Committee, uh, forcing a federal agency to pay well above government rates. The committee released Secret Service records showing more than $1.4 million in payments by the departments to Trump properties since Trump took office in 2017. The committee said... That the accounting was incomplete, however, because it did not include payments to Trump's foreign properties, where agents accompanied his family repeatedly, because the records stopped in September of 2021. Uh, The records panel managed to obtain and provide new details about an arrangement in which Trump and his family effectively turned the Secret Service into a captive customer of their business. Now, I would say this about that. Trump was only able to do this... Because the Secret Service let him do it. Yes. The, the Secret Service needs to be examined. They let him do it. They could have said something. But they, they, they seem to be sort of in with Donald oh, yeah. Trump. They're complicit. And I, uh, I find that very shocking and scary. Uh, here's a, a, a story for you, Gina. Don't go to New York, you know. Just don't. Okay. Why? Because <laughs> At all? Well, this is the... This is now the, uh, what is it, the 12th, yeah, 12th person to die by being shoved in front of a subway train. Mm. Uh, he, this man was shoved in front of the train. It's, it's like, it's like an epidemic. Like on purpose? Yes. Like, I want to kill you? I'm shoving yeah. you in front of a subway train. It's the 12th person to be pushed onto the tracks this year. Roberto Quintana was struck by an F train at the Jackson Heights Roosevelt Avenue station. Uh, according to police, the victim bumped into another man on the platform. The victim's cell phone was knocked to the tracks. A fight ensued. During the altercation, the victim wound up on the tracks and was hit by Ooh. an oncoming train. It remains unclear whether the victim accidentally fell during the fight or was deliberately pushed. Ow. Police said they do have Ooh. a suspect in custody. But some of these incidences are just random. So it's people not just, like you you wronged me in some way. Yeah, people just standing on the platform, and, and I mean you you know you, there's no guardrail or anything. You're just no. you're just standing there, and somebody comes up and sh- shoves them into the path of a of a train. That's great, isn't it? No. Uh, did you see, Carrie, that Toys R Us has come back? They keep threatening. Uh, they are opening in uh, Macy's stores. Mm. Macy's is bringing Toys R Us. To every Macy's store in America for for the Christmas season. So it's like their toy section will yeah. be 
you know, marketed and yeah. labeled. Toys R Us, yeah. yeah. Toys R Us announced uh, an in-store revival of a small toy store located inside all U.S. Macy's locations beginning on Saturday, October 15th. The grand reopening has been ushered in with nine days of activities and free toy giveaways that will last until Sunday. Um, I don't, Toys R Us was a big deal. Sure, very. It was a big deal, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess it was it mismanagement that... It was uh, hedge funds and that sort of thing. I mean, now you have to go to a, a Target or a Walmart. That's where yeah. you go to buy... To physically buy yeah. toys. And subsequently, Target's toy department's gotten better. Yeah. But uh, not much. It's But it's not... It doesn't replace Toys I R Us. I still kick myself. Newgate Mall had that Lionel Play World. Right. And I remember right when they were closing, they said, mm-hmm. come and, you know, things are on sale. Mm-hmm. we got to get this stuff out of here. There was a, there was a basket full of action figures there. Mm-hmm. Mego. They're very valuable mm-hmm. today. And they were like a buck each. And I didn't buy any. Damn it. I'm still kicking myself. Uh, Selma Blair will not continue competing on this season of Dancing with the Stars due to health concerns. Uh, She said uh, she made this announcement last night. Blair, who first shared that she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2018, has competed strongly on the series over the past five weeks. She said, however, I have just gotten... Too, too tired. My body's taken a hit. Mm. I've been monitored. I've had MRIs, and the doctors have said I should not go on with the competition. That's too bad. That is. Sports weather traffic. Well, the Denver Broncos are, are worse than you thought they were. <laughs> oh, they couldn't be. <laughs> they're, just, they're just terrible. Denver Broncos continue to look like amateur hour in prime time. They're undisciplined, offensively inept, and they lost again in ugly fashion to the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, now the score nineteen sixteen in overtime that that makes it sound like maybe there was a game. No, it was they're they're just awful. <laughs> um, let's see in Major League Baseball today, Cleveland Guardians and New York Yankees. Uh, it's Game Five series is tied two to two. Phillies and Padres today at six thirty. And uh, for reals, NBA starts today. We've been in preseason until this point. We have? Yeah. Uh, none of that counted. The way everybody's been talking about it, I thought there was... Some... No, it doesn't count. It starts counting today, though. Um, and your know. first games are the Philadelphia 76ers and Boston Celtics. And the Lakers and the Warriors. Those games are today. That's your sports. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Always count on the chat room. Toys R Us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why it went out of business. Uh-huh. 
One of Mitt Romney's companies, Bain Capital, Mm -hmm. bought Toys R Us Uh, and then saddled it with debt from its other holdings and then filed bankruptcy, so hedge fund greed killed Toys R Us. Bain is famous for that, Yep, buying up companies and then destroying them. Um, One of the many reasons. Yeah. Well, hi. Uh, Hi. So, uh, Utah word of the day. Now, I... um, I went through and ca- did a rough count of how many we've done since since we started, w- since we brought it back, and it's at least seventy, if not more. Mm. And um, uh, this one was the very the oh, well, it was the oldest one I could find in the in the bunch of the seventy. Mm. Uh, and so it's something you haven't you haven't heard for a while, a long while, two couple of years anyway. Um, and I uh, I did a rerun because I ran out of time yesterday. I was I started to write a a Denver and um, Don Criddle one, and it just wasn't going anywhere. And I had to do something else, so I picked this. This is Lavar and Legrand. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard them for a while, and um, but I'm just wondering, you know, people don't like this feature, do they? <laughs> I mean, do they? <laughs> I'm just wondering. I don't know. I think Gina likes it, but I don't know if people like it. I'm people. Well, yeah, you are. But it seems to me like we get well. You well, can't really trust like people online; they'll bitch no matter what. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I was going to say we could do a like a, a, a Twitter poll, but. Yeah, well, you know the the internet is filled with mostly negativity. So, I guess you know, Carrie, I, I trust your judgment on th- things like this. I would say if you think if you think we should continue to do it, I'll continue writing them with <laughs> with assistance from Gina. If you think it's something we ought to do, if well, you have that sense, I I think that uh, the world of Mayor Criddle and his son Denver. There's a lot to explore in that universe. Okay. I do. I think there are many things. I, I, I wonder how mayor of, the mayor of Mona feels about that city of Nephi next to them. Mm-hmm. And they've got all the good stuff. The big city. Yeah. Over there in the you big know, city. They've got Burger King mm-hmm. and Subway. Well, see, you should write them. <laughs> you know. And then the mayor of Mona, what does he have? Well, he, he can brag about the, the ammo manufacturer the, well there's a hydroponic the lilacs. there's a hi- hydroponic tomato uh, factory or plant but but the mayor of nephi is getting all that all those tax dollars from people who are Sound, sounds to me like you ought to be up over these. there you know you ought to be right i just think there's a world that could be explored you know what if what if mona and nephi declared war on each other what if <laughs> would they ask for ammo from payson you know, I don't know. Tanks from Spanish Fork? <laughs> it sounds to me like you have a plan. You, know, you maybe should Can do we it. get drones from Santa Quinn? Well, let's see. So we've been doing uh, Denver and, and Don Criddle. This is LeVar and LeGrand. We haven't done it for heard them for a long time. So okay. let's see what this is. Is this sponsored? Yes. The Stateroom Presents bringing you live music memories coming up on October 18th. That's today. The Down and Dirty Rock back Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs. Get tickets in the full lineup at thestateroompresents.com.
it's often said that the people of Utah speak a language all their own. It's a language that's often confusing and even incomprehensible to newcomers here in the Beehive State. So, Radio From Hell presents a handy guide to help everyone understand how the natives speak. It's the Utah Word of the Day. And today's word is... Dill. D-I-L-L. Dill. The word comes to us courtesy of Radio From Hell listener John Bischoff, who writes, Dear Carrie, Bill, and Gina, you've probably already done this one, but here it is, Dill. Love the show, John. So now LeVar and LeGrand are here to use this common Utah word in a sentence. Again, the word is Dill. Oh, hey there, LeVar. I need to find me a new core. I can't decide whether to buy a new or used. New core? You mean to tell me that Suzuki Samurai you've been driving for all this time finally crapped out? Yep. That thing was a hazard. There was pieces falling off of it constantly. Not to mention the fact I was always having to come over and jumpstart you before you could go anywhere. Well, I know, but it's just hard for me to break down and buy another core. It might be hard for you to break down, but it sure weren't hard for that Suzuki. (laughs) Did you ever go anywhere that sucker didn't stall out or just refuse to move? Well, no. It ran a lot better than that AMC Gremlin that I had for a long time, though. I bought that car out of Mexico, you remember? I do remember. I guess me asking... Whether you wanted to buy new or used is a pretty stupid question because you're a cheap bitch. Especially when it comes to buying cars, you want used, right? Well, probably, but it's the wife that's the cheap one. The Donna don't believe in throwing money away on cars. So, so do you know a good place to buy used? I won't go somewhere where I can get a real good deal. And I don't want no sales guy who's going to be doing a lot of willing and dilling. No dickering, no bickering. Just show me the core and tell me the price. And if it's low enough, I'll pay cash. Okay, then. Let me see. I think I know the dealership just for you. It's down on the corner of uh, State and Main. Dealership run by a couple of guys I know. Nephi Franklin and Radcliffe Udall. Now, it used to be the Franklin and Udall used car supermarket. Then they changed the dealership name a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, I've I seen that place. State and Main. It's now just called FU Auto Sales, right? That's right, FU. It says on their sign, we work our tailpipes off for you. They <laughs> find Radcliffe have a sense of humor. <laughs> but they're real diligent when it comes to getting a deal for friends or for friends of friends like you. By the way, what what you been snacking on there? A pickle. Mm. And now you should ask me what kind. <sighs> okay. What kind? Well, it's a... Well, come what? on, what kind of pickle? Well, I don't know what you expect me to say. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. It's a sweet pickle, Lavor. Why, you... Easy. I'll... Easy. It's a sweet pickle, because I don't like dill. Join us again some other time as we examine how the Utah natives speak with the Utah Word of the Day. Well, all right, then. That's it. That's a wrap. If you, like Mr. John Bischoff, are not afraid to have your name associated with your Utah Word of the Day, please send your submissions to Radio from Hell at x96.com. Oh, there we go. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that at the end. I forgot that. Yes. I forgot we did that sometimes. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm being excuse me For what? Excuse me. There is a subway in the gas station in <laughs> Mona. 
see what these things can be explored. Well, so I, uh, you know, when I write those, I do research. Mm-hmm. So I would I would research that, find out what's really around. Nephi is encroaching upon Mona's borders. We need they tanks. Want to be part of NATO? Or are you going to from Springville? <laughs> it's. I think you should write it. That's. It's not. It's not jiggling me. You know. <laughs> and I'm not allowed to. So you do it, Carrie. I. <sighs> when? When did I say that? <laughs> when? <laughs> When, Gina? When? Every time I've done it, you've had a problem with when it. When did Some I say that? Some sort of problem with it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with you about it. You're trying to bait me into an argument, and I'm not gonna have any of it. I never said that. Uh, that was a good deal funnier than I thought it would be. <laughs> says a texter. Well, that's. I'm glad. I thought it was sort of tedious myself, but what do I know? Okay, boners coming up. Here are the candidates uh, you will be considering. Number one, whose idea was it to build the school here? (laughs) Number two, it really isn't a lie. And number three, I was going to eat all of them myself. And it's time for Boner of the Day. Three news stories. These are examples of bad, stupid, or funny human behavior. And you will decide with your vote of these three candidates which one is the worst, which one deserves to be Boner of the day for today, October 18, 2021. Uh, 2022, excuse me. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, Carrie. No, that'll go no. back in time. No. I don't want that, no. Uh, we'll give you two candidates now, a third after the news. Once you've heard all three, you'll vote. Boner candidate number one, whose idea was it to build the school here? Uh, Florissant, Missouri. There's a significant radioactive contamination at an elementary school in suburban St. Louis where nuclear weapons were produced during World War II. According to a new report by environmental investigation consultants, the report by Boston Chemical Data Corporation confirmed fears about contamination at Jaina Elementary School in the Hazelwood School District in Florissant. The Concerns were raised by a previous Army Corps of Engineers study. The school sits in the floodplain of Coldwater Creek, which was contaminated by nuclear waste from weapons production during World War II. The waste was just dumped at sites near the St. Louis Lambert International Airport next to the creek that flows into the Missouri River. The Army Corps has been cleaning up the creek for more than 20 years now, and the Corps' report... Also found contamination in the area, but at much lower levels, but it didn't take any samples within 300 feet of the school. The most recent report included samples taken from the school's library, the kitchen, the classrooms, fields, and playgrounds. Levels of radioactive isotope lead-210, polonium, radium, and other toxins were, quote, far in excess of what Boston Chemical had expected. Dust samples taken inside the school were found to be contaminated. Inhaling or ingesting these radioactive materials can cause significant injury, the report said. Well, you could get cancer. Boner candidate number one. So whose idea was it to build the school here? Here's boner candidate number two. It really isn't 
It really isn't a lie. Representative Tim Ryan called out Republican rival J.D. Vance. Ugh. You know, that wonderful hillbilly elegy guy. I, I tried to warn you guys about him. Uh, for saying conspiracy theorist Alex Jones was a credible source of information and then lying about it during Monday night's combative debate between the two U.S. Senate candidates. He tweeted it. We all saw it. Tim Ryan noted that Vance, J.D. Vance, who won the GOP primary with former President Donald Trump's endorsement, had been supportive of the conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Jones, of course, recently ordered to pay nearly a billion dollars to family members of the people who were killed in the 2012 Sandy Hook school shooting for claiming that that massacre was fake. Quote, we are running for the United States Senate. This is the highest office you can get in this country except for president, Ryan said. And he, J.D. Vance, is running around backing extremists, yep. the most extreme people in the country, a guy who denied Sandy Hook. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, no, he's credible. Vance said, well, that's a complete fabrication. I never said that. You absolutely You are said on that. tape, man, Ryan said. <laughs> It'll be like 30 minutes and we're all going to know you're lying. Sure enough, video mm -hmm. shows Vance defending Jones yep. after he tweeted in September yep. that Alex Jones is a far more reputable source yep. of information than MSNBC host Rachel Maddow. They they continuously forget that there is video and documentation. I don't think he forgets it at all. He knows it's there. You just say it's a lie enough, then people say, well, what in the hell does Ryan have against him that he's doing <laughs> that to him? He knows it's there. Lordy, there are tapes. Mike Lee knows what he tweeted to Mark Meadows. Texted. Or texted, I mean. Boner candidate number two. It, it really isn't a lie. Uh, coming up in a moment, boner candidate number three. Well, I was going to eat all of them myself. All right. Boner candidate number three coming up after this. Big boy news and opinuendo brought to you by... Travel to a distant time and place and explore the magnificent architecture and legends of ancient Egyptian civilization. Mysteries of Egypt is now playing at Clark Planetarium at the Gateway. Visit ClarkPlanetarium.org for showtime. Well, uh, Jason Sudeikis and uh, Olivia Wilde, we know there, there was a problem there. And uh, now they are split up. They had two kids together. Uh, they're split up. And she's with uh, uh, Harry Styles and I don't know what he's doing. Uh, but uh, the world. now I have a story here that it just talk about talks about we've been on team Jason. Yes, pretty much. Uh, but there's a story here. Jason Sudeikis threw his kid's nanny out of the house and was filled with rage over Olivia Wilde's relationship with Harry Styles. But this story I have doesn't mention something that's very interesting that Gina found. Well. It's 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 got salad Twitter all in a Twitter oh, today. Oh, you know salad Twitter. Salad Twitter is They'll be all over you. And there's nothing but truth in salad Twitter. They'll come get you. So, after moving to a hotel in the start of November 2020, citing a COVID outbreak on set, uh-huh, Olivia Wilde, I'm going to go move into a hotel to be closer to my set of my new movie and starring Harry, Harry Styles. And closer to Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wilde broke up with Sudeikis at their Los Angeles home on November 8th, the nanny said, saying that when she arrived at work the following Monday, then this is sad. Jason was crying and a mess, saying she's left us, she's left mm. us. The following weekend, the nanny said Wilde was 
making a salad for Styles at the Los Angeles house. So she had moved out. Okay. So she was in her hotel. So she come back to the house. She's at the house. To and, make the special she, salad. And she brought her lover with her. Well, no, no. She was making the salad oh, she to was gonna take, take it to, to Harry. Oh, okay. He but apparently there. there's secret special ingredients at the house. So she has to make the salad at the house. Okay. So she comes home to make the salad. And Jason has a fit. She made the salad with her special dressing. This is a quote from him. And she's leaving with her salad to go have dinner with Harry. And Jason is so upset, he apparently, according to the nanny, threw himself on the ground in front of her car so she couldn't leave. In front of Olivia's car. Now, this is according to the nanny. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what everybody wants to know is, uh, yeah. what is in this salad? What is this such special a, salad. Such yeah. a good salad that everybody's... How dare you make that salad? That's, that mm-hmm. is our special... Do you think we'll ever find out? I don't know. I hope so. Will you stay on that for us? We need to know. Stay well, on that I, I'm going to do a follow-up salad Twitter, and okay. if there are developments, I will. Well, I mean, you. now the nanny's posting about this. Yeah, and <laughs> she's probably being paid by the Daily Mail to talk about it. But there mm. are text messages, like, because she's a nanny, so she's texted listen, with both of them. Listen, don't, don't hold back. Feel free to break in any time, even in a commercial break, if you find out what the salad I'll, I'll is. I'll be about. following this story for you. Uh, fans may want another Top Gun movie. <laughs> you think? But one of the stars of the latest uh, Top Gun movie isn't sure that will happen. Jay Ellis. You know who that is, Gina? Nope. Which one is he? He played Lieutenant Reuben Payback Fitch. Payback. Okay. You know, Payback. Yeah, I know Payback. He, in Top Gun Maverick, recently talked to People Magazine. No, I don't think there's going to be another one. I mean, what do I know? Maybe there will be, but I don't know. I don't think so. So this Are is not a story. Money. There will of be another there will one. Be. He says, I'm, I would love to work uh, on it again. Yeah, maybe not for you, Payback, but <laughs> there will be another. We would love to be with Tom Cruise again. We'd yeah. like to be back in the F-18s again. Yeah, it's not really a story, though, is it? Um, the um, Not many Americans have, as we've been mentioning, gotten another COVID shot that they should have gotten. Uh, the booster shot. It's your bivalent. Um, according to the Washington Post, just about 4% of eligible people have received that, that dose. that it? Really? Yeah. Which, Swing by the CVS. Which, which was first approved barely a month ago. That's despite widespread availability. More than 150 million doses have been ordered. Appointments to get the vaccine are widely available. So hospitalizations with and without the bivalent, bivalent um, booster. It's a little harder to calculate, but COVID vaccine efficacy reduces over time. Yeah. One study estimated about 7.3% per month against infection and about 3.4% per month for severe disease. Um, so the lion's share of the benefit of the vaccine's protection against infection is likely to be had in the next six to nine months. Uh, we don't know how much COVID there will be in the winter, but the predictions are that there, there could be a lot. So as a result, you have to model it mathematically, and you should probably, the math says, you should probably get a booster. A boot, no. I don't know. We'll ask Dr. Cobble tomorrow. I don't know. So I've had four shots now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've had the first two and And a booster. And then then the bivalent booster. Yeah. Two shots and two boosters. What do you want to ask him? Uh, Am I supposed to get another one? When... 
Am I supposed to do another Didn't one? Didn't you just get another one? Well, no. I mean, it was the... The, the bivalent? The fourth one I got... Um, I don't know. I have to look. It's been a couple of months at least. Maybe longer. Oh. So, anyway, I have to find out. Um, no, I mean, the bivalent, I think, was only available at the beginning of last yeah, month. Yeah, you probably need that one. I'd ask Dr. Cobble. I'll look on my uh, phone yeah. in a second. Uh, Trump administration aides usurped control of CDC communications yep. and blocked public health officials from providing accurate information about the coronavirus to the American people, according to the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Crisis, led by Democrat Representative Jim Clyburn. In its uh, third wide-ranging investigation of the government response to the coronavirus pandemic, Democratic officials spoke with several senior officials who were at the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, including former Director Dr. Robert Redfield, who said the Trump officials blocked the department from conveying information to Americans early on in the pandemic. The subcommittee also spoke to senior officials at the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services during the Trump administration. Uh, the report uh, is making a case that former President Donald Trump and his team installed political operatives who sought to downplay the seriousness of the pandemic. So that's almost murder. Yeah. <laughs> People who died there. Uh, uh, Carrie, you mentioned this yesterday off the air. It's, it's just shocking. Texas public school systems are set to distribute DNA and fingerprint identification kits for K through eighth grade eighth grade students to parents who want to store their children's DNA in case of emergency. So you know, hideous. like somebody. Yeah. Pardon me. It's hideous. Yeah, but in, it's in mm -hmm. case in case somebody comes in uh, yeah. with a with an automatic weapon mm -hmm. and shreds them to pieces. So so background checks we can't do that. Yeah, uh, we can't do magazine capacity, make them smaller. We can't uh, do any of those things. But DNA kits. Yeah, we can do that uh, for we, your dead kids. We need to get a hold of Todd Newcomb. Huh? Forget model trains, Utahns, and Todd Newcomb could own a real piece of railroad history. What? He just has to have a place to put it. <laughs> Yesterday, the Utah Department of Transportation uh, or Transit Authority's iconic front-runner Comet train cars were put up for auction. Really? The highest bid taking home the goods. Mm. The train cars were taken out of regular service in April due to mechanical and reliability issues. In order to receive federal grants for replacement cars, the UTA were required to put the old ones up for auction. They're currently listing the 1970 Pullman Standard Comet rail car on their website, bidding starting at $100. That's all? Yeah. $100. Now, the rail car is 85 feet long, 9 do, feet do wide. You have to figure out how to get it that's to the, your... That's the deal. That's what yeah, it that's says the in the trick. Beginning. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the highest bid right now is at $100. Uh, you have to f have a place to put it and, ha and get it there. Um, I think Todd's Todd's got a pretty big backyard. I've seen it. Mm. He could, and you know, I don't know what it would cost. the the tra The regular tracks tr uh, tracks are near his home. Mm -hmm. The front runner tracks. I'll tell you what. You get one of those. Set it up somewhere. Yeah. Airbnb. Yeah. Oh. Diner. Make a little extra money. Diner. Open up a diner. That's what the original diners were in. Yes. Old train cars. There you go. That's what we should do. So I'll I'll pass this on to uh, Todd, the uh, Comet train car. He'll probably know about it anyway. But all right, that's it.
for new listeners, perhaps, mm-hmm. but they may not know. Todd Newcomb, uh, who we're, we were referencing might want to buy this car, is our program director, and he's about as geeky about trains as anybody I've mm-hmm. ever met in my life. So that's why he would want that. Uh, here's boner candidate number three. I was going to eat them all myself. A New York City, or New York State, rather, hunter, is accused of illegally using donuts as bear bait on state land in the Hudson Valley. The DEC announced a New York hunter ticketed for using donuts as bear bait, which is illegal. Uh, the um, uh, ECO's Parker and Dorsky completed a bear baiting investigation utilizing intelligence gathered by investigators. ECO's identified an area of state and state land potentially being baited for bears. After hiking over many miles over several days, we located two hunting locations on the ridge that appeared to be baited. They tried to catch the hunter, but they couldn't. Uh, but I think they know who it is. The bait consisted of donuts placed in trees and smeared on tree bark and placed in tree knots. The hunter said, when they confronted him, Oh, no, I was going to eat all of those. <laughs> I, I was just putting them up there. The one in the stump there, I was going to eat that one. I was going to eat all of them. Yeah, I'm just keeping them up off the ground. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. They found a large package of donuts in his backpack, too. (laughs) Boner candidate number three, I was going to eat all of them myself. Let's review the first two and vote. Uh, Boner candidate number one, whose idea was it to build the school here? Radioactive waste from a World War II nuclear weapons dump found in a Missouri school. Mm-hmm. Boner candidate number two, it really isn't a lie. You're caught on tape, Mr. J.D. Vance, lying about the... F- I mean, you said that you supported Alex Jones, that Alex Jones was a... What, more reliable. A, more reliable, yeah. More credible. More credible. Uh, the, and uh, now you're trying to deny that you said it, but it's on tape. Mm-hmm. And boner candidate number three, I was going to eat all of those donuts myself. All right. Time for you to decide, of these three candidates, which one is the worst? Which one deserves to be Boner of the Day for today, October 18, 2022? What happens when you get interesting people eating great local food, drinking great local drinks, and you shove a microphone in their face? The Let's Go Eat podcast, hosted by Bill Allred, now available at broadwaymediagroup.com. Let's award Boner of the Day. And the Boner of the Day is brought to you in part by Lemon, Clam, Spaghetti, and Asparagus. And you first is no stranger to rewarding members. Rates are low and there's no annual fee. Transfer your balance to you first today. Get 3% cash back up to $1,000 with no transfer fee, no annual fee. Call 801-481-8800 or go to you first branch to get started. Well, um, I guess it was better to go back to using... You know, serious boner candidates mainly uh, because there were a lot more votes. Uh, <laughs> it was a battle between number one, the uh, re- school built on the radioactive waste dump, and number two, liar pants J.D. Vance running for Senate yeah, against that uh, Ryan. That's nice. Liar pants J.D. Vance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, so those two were battling it out, but the winner ultimately. With 114 votes, boner candidate number one, whose idea was it to build a school here anyway? That is a good question. 
All right, there you go. That's your boner of the day for today, October 18, 2022. Now qualified to be boner of the week. I just, I don't, if anybody can help me explain this or explain Mm -hmm. it to me, uh, this, um, I opened my mail yesterday and uh, it was something from AT&T, so I just figured it was a... you know, say, hey, come on, why don't you come to AT&T and we'll be, you know, your phone <laughs> provider or whatever, mm-hmm. some sort of ad or offer. And I open it up and there's a check in here addressed to me. Really? Yeah. And it, I, I just don't get this. It's it, a coupon. No, it's a check. It's a coupon. It may be a check, I, but Gina, it's, I would it's like doing, to, doing business would, as a coupon. Come, come here and look at this and tell me what this is. No, I'm saying it's a check. But it's, it's a coupon in disguise, it's not what a coo- It is not a coupon in disguise. It's a check made out to me for a certain amount. What is that you just looked at, Gina? It, it's a check. It's a check. And uh, it says, um, accounts payable, customer refund. Now I I don't remember when I was last a, a, an AT and T customer. I think I have been mm-hmm. customer refund. And then it's customer account number, customer refund amount due to COVID nineteen sports interruptions. Direct TV has received rebates from sports networks, and we are passing along those rebates to our customers. I haven't been a Direct TV customer for. Uh, Ten years more or more? Oh, I thought it was less than that. No, it's been a long time. I seem time. to remember you bitching about it about no, four I, years ago. No, I switched seems. to uh, uh, hmm. CenturyLink uh, a long time ago. Long time ago. And 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 the other satellite provider. Um, but uh, And it's a check for $4.99. Hmm. But I don't under... I think I'm obligated to give this back to them. Because it says, if, I think it's an account must be an accounting error, right? Because it says to for our customers, and I'm not a customer. Well, you were well, perhaps you were when that accounting error occurred. Yeah, because it would take a while for the legal process to go through. AT and T had a settlement for fees. AT and T agreed to the massive payout to resolve allegations it levied undisclosed administrative fees for years. Yeah, this says, though, due to COVID-19, and I haven't been a customer with DirecTV for forever and ever. I mean, I can probably just ignore it, I guess, not cash it. Hmm. You're going to turn down $4.95? 99 cents, nearly $5. Yeah, I just just thought that was awfully strange. I've gotten checks from T-Mobile for accidental overcharge. Well, yeah, I mean, I've received... Uh, checks from uh, people that I'm a customer of that I, they've overcharged me. Usually it's a medical bill. Like, oh, you paid $20 too much on this because the insurance picked it up. Current and former AT&T customers may be eligible for a piece of $14 million settlement. Deadline swiftly approaching. They agreed to a massive payout after a class action lawsuit. That must be what the one it is. Uh, yeah. In court filings, uh, blah, blah, blah. Although it says COVID on here. That's weird. Somebody anyway. had to figure out the exact amount to send yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I, I picture a little guy with glasses and a calculator. <laughs> Surely sometime you feel like you have been wronged and not treated well by somebody else. Just take this as payment for that. <laughs> okay. Like, like a cosmic uh, yeah, kind of... Yeah, it's cosmic payback. Uh, okay. All right, I will. Surely there's some other instance where you think- wanted... It's the universe balancing you. If if it were you, would you cash this check, Gina? You bet. Okay. I guess That's five lunch. bucks. Five bucks is five bucks. Sure. Where can you get bu- lunch for four ninety nine? You can get lunch for five bucks. Taco Bell. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Uh, so I'll, I'll cash it. Oh, that reminds me. I wrote that uh, donation check to the Republican Party. Uh, to oh, the or, ten cent one. Yeah. Or was it to the Trump? That was to the Trump campaign, or I can't remember now. But I did send them a ten cent check. Did they cash it? I, I haven't seen it yet. No. I should check closer, though. Look at my bank account. Maybe they have. Because we're hoping that they do, because it wind up cost them more for you to for them to cash that check for the dime than it does mm. to actually. Yeah. Now that I think about it, dime I haven't like looked that. that closely. So maybe and it I was should. to the and it was to the Utah Republicans. It wasn't Trump. I remember now. Was it? Okay. Because if it was Trump, I would have cautioned you not to. Because you don't want to be in their system. You don't want to be in that system. I'll uh, I'll I'll try and track that down, and um, and I will cash this then. Sure. And then I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do with it? Hmm. I'm gonna buy Gina lunch. Cheap taco. Taco. Yeah. Yeah. No cheese. No. No. Nope. No cheese. Meat Although only. they charge you the same. They, uh, you don't get a discount for no cheese. Really? It's not fair. No. Meat only. They ought to knock a nickel off of that. You would think. Yeah. Our computer isn't equipped to do that, sir. (laughs) I pushed the taco picture, and that's how much the taco is. Most of the time anymore, you can go into places and you you do your own order. There's a screen, and there's not even a guy you talk to. That shows you how often I have fast food. I didn't know that. Yeah, you should go in and... Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. Hmm. <laughs> I took Festus to Pretty Bird when he was here mm-hmm. last, which I don't count as fast food. I don't. No. I mean, it's sort of fast food, but uh, we walked in the door and he said, this looks like an Apple store because <laughs> it's all white. It is. Mm-hmm. And it just has a bunch of screens mm-hmm. on a table. And yeah. you walk up to the screen and you touch the screen and you place your order. Yeah. And You want the white barbecue sauce? Yeah. Yes, I do. Do you like it that way? Do you like doing that? Yeah. I don't have to talk to people. I can do it just the way I want because there's options. Mm-hmm. I don't Please I, remove this or add more of that. I don't like it because I feel that it's putting people out of work. <laughs> really? You know. I wonder about that. I asked about that with the self-checkout at the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. You know, and I talked to somebody a long time ago at a grocery store about that, and they said, no, it really hasn't put anybody out of work. We've just put them to other things. Yeah, they, they wind up doing something else. Yeah. And it's efficient. I don't care for the self-checkout myself. But. It just depends. If I just got a few things, self-checkout. Well, it's, I don't do it because I usually have beer. Oh, or yeah, produce. Then, then yeah I don't do it for produce because then you yeah. got to look it up and yeah. is this the organic one or no, not? You don't know how to spell one? onion? What? <laughs> no, it's just it's, it's easy. You just can't scan it though. You got to. What, how do, what do you do actually? Do you weigh it there? It, the, does, the, does that thing weigh? Countertop it? is a weight. It'll weigh it. Okay. Yeah. But most of the time it'll ask you, how many lemons do you have? <laughs> I have five. Okay, then that's how much it is. And what I really liked was, and they've gotten rid of it now at the Smiths up in the avenues, 
They had scan, bag, and go. And you could actually, on your phone, walk around and enter the things that you were buying on your phone. Mm -hmm. And then just pay for it on your phone and leave the store. I really liked that, but they got rid of it. They said not, and not because it was being abused. I asked, you know, do people Mm -hmm. cheat? They said, eh, probably some, but just the reason they got rid of it is not enough people were using it. I don't trust it. (laughs) Or they just didn't want to take the time to figure it out. Or they just didn't want to take the time to teach people how to use it. Yeah, well. That might have been more involved. Yeah, they didn't have any teaching. You just did it on your own. You had to figure it out on your own. And because of that, people would get frustrated I mean, I'll, I I get that way, you know, because the, the workers, they beg you. There, there's an online survey that, that will be coming in the mail, and I need a 10 from you. I need it, mm-hmm. you know. And then you start the thing, and yeah. it, you want it to just be, yeah, it was great, 10. Everything no, they was say, great, would 10. you like to sign in with your Facebook account? Yeah. No, I would not like no. to sign in with I, my Facebook exactly. account. Exactly. No. No. None yes of that. Yes or no. I, yeah, I, I want to say you did a good job, yeah. but don't make don't me, make me do, do all, all that. I just say no, I won't do the survey. <laughs> I really need that five. Boy, I really need those and five they points. Do. And they, they do. They do. Yeah, I think I that's true. I feel bad for them that they feel like they have to. Yeah. But you need to make yeah. it easier. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Because uh, you see every uh, young man in South Korea. Is required. Yeah. They they do have exceptions apparently. Uh, so it's not with it has not been without uh, precedent that some singers or writers get exempted. But I haven't read the story yet. And I, I, did they? Well, we'll let's, we'll d- deal with it coming up. In the I would think that if they were going to make an exception, it would be for BTS. You would think because the government of South Korea very proud of their ambassadors. They're a national mm-hmm. treasure. Yes. Yeah, well, we'll uh, although deal with although the having them be part of the military is, is great advertisement mm-hmm. for the military. Well, they don't need to advertise the military there because you have to go. No. <laughs> but I mean, good <laughs> PR. Yeah. Good. All right, is this sponsored? Become a nurse in just thirty-two months at Nightingale College, blending online classes with on-ground supervised field experience. Virtual college, actual nursing. Start your nursing journey at nightingale.edu. Now accepting enrollments for spring semester. There was a boy, a very strange enchanted boy. Longtime listeners of the Radio from Hell show will remember Kyle Brown, little high school kid. Uh, who started coming on to our show, and we kept him because he was funny. He was really funny. And uh, he was on every week or so uh, with us for many years. And then we had kind of a falling out, and, and Kyle, we didn't hear anything from Kyle for a while. And then Gina, I think it was, discovered that through Facebook or mm-hmm. that he was ill. He has ALS. And um, so we reached out to Kyle again and and. Uh, you know, because we, I felt so bad about it, and we all felt bad about it, and got, invited him on the show. 
Well, his ALS is the kind that you can't he he can't talk very well. It sounds he like he's for a strong. while, but it was getting harder. Yeah, deteriorated, and so we asked him to just start writing his letters. And here is one of those letters. Uh, this month, writes Kyle, we will spend four thousand dollars flying to Arizona. Mm. That's just plane tickets alone. Our flights on Delta run between four hundred and fifty and twelve hundred dollars for both of us per trip. It's a big discrepancy, but we don't have a choice. Well, actually, we do. We could just not go. It's a discretion or a discussion, rather, my wife and I have had before. Why are we doing this? November will be my two-year mark, ALS. The median lifespan of somebody with bulbar ALS, the kind I have, is two years. Last year, they told me I wouldn't be able to talk by Christmas 2021. Well, I don't speak well at all, but I still can speak. I was told I'd be in a wheelchair by July 2022. I still walk, albeit poorly. Mm -hmm. They said I would need a feeding tube, but I can still chew and swallow anything. My breathing score hovers around 83, and normal is considered 80 to 100. Mm. So maybe I am extending this battle a little longer. And my hope is that the research done on me helps eventually win this war. Now, as you read this, we will have just boarded our second of five consecutive weekly flights to Phoenix. Then it's every four weeks for a while. Uh, this is for treatment, of course, and experimental treatments. Uh, my wife always goes with me now. She's afraid of me going alone. I really like to travel with her, but I wish she didn't have to go. It's time off work we can't afford. A few weeks back, I sold my mountain bike to help pay for all of this. And, of course, I don't need my mountain bike anymore. Yeah. Last week, I also sold my road bike for the same reason. I was pleased with who both of them went to, especially my road bike, because it went to Jason, who's a friend of the program oh, and nice. who's getting back into riding. My wife didn't want me to sell it for sentimental reasons. Mm -hmm. She wants me to keep the car, or she wants to keep my car for sentimental reasons, too. But I listed it over the weekend. Oh. If anybody wants a very clean Porsche Cayman finished in Peridot Metallic, you're in luck. Yeah, that's a pretty color of green, i got to say. And everything we sell can be paid for as a donation to our nonprofit organization and can be tax deductible. How about that for a deal? So, like, if you buy the Porsche... It's tax deductible. Hmm. Speaking of tax write-offs, I'm still working full-time. I think they keep me around because I'm a tax write-off for the company. <laughs> it's tough to know what to keep when somebody dies, what's thrown away, what's kept as a memory. My New Order concert T-shirt signed by the band? My skateboard? Who knows? I've been thinking about a couple of places I want my ashes scattered, hmm. places I'd love, I'd love to go, places I considered my home. Well, it's not for me, of course. It's for my wife, my kids, to remember our times there, the good times. That's what I want. I want to leave them good memories, fun memories, funny memories, experiences we had together. I hope soon nobody has to go through what I'm going through now, that no spouse has to go through what my wife is going through now, putting on a happy face out in public, that no kids have to help their dad into the car and pretend that they're okay. Visit our website, Kyle Fights. No, excuse me, Kyle Fight. No, it is Fights. Kyle Fights ALS. 
You should tweet out a link to that. Yeah. KyleFightsALS.org. And then a YouTube channel, Mr. The Number 2 ALS. Enjoy the simple things in life. Cheers, Kyle. Look over there. <laughs> so there you are. That's a nice Porsche. It is. Uh, I had lunch with Kyle a couple of weeks ago, and he's still driving it. Mm-hmm. He broke That's driving what he himself. does on his YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> he takes video of him while he's driving. Well, I saw him driving it when he left the squatters uh, event. It's a beautiful car. Yeah, nice. Very nice. I'll pick it up. It's kind of a, it's a, not a bright green. It's, it's I don't it's know how str- to. It's an interesting color of yeah, green. It's, I, I can't describe it. Um, uh, people are pointing out that if he flies out of Provo to Phoenix, that it will be actually cheaper. Really? Hmm. Yes. It's a little bit further drive from where you live up there. But hmm. it really is. But it is cheaper. Because it's surprisingly expensive to fly to Phoenix. You'd think that's mm-hmm. a close enough place it wouldn't be. I mean, they're, they're limited flights. They're like Wednesdays and Saturdays, Wednesdays and Saturdays ah. but they're cheaper. That may be the problem. Provo. So take a look. I was going to suggest that Kyle have some of his ashes scattered here in the studio, um, but then I said he said places that you know will be, bring happy memories, and I, <laughs> it's probably not. Well, we could get a little vial, hang yeah, it up yeah. somewhere, have a tiny urn of Kyle's ashes. Yeah, like here. A, let's get a let's get a small little toy urn. urn. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, does Barbie have an urn? Do we have? I don't think Barbie Barbie's playhouse Barbie urn never made an urn. I don't think Barbie. I think maybe. So. Oh, G.I. Joe must have had a G.I. Joe's Battlefield Urn. <laughs> yeah. Toy Urn? Are you looking up Toy Urn? I don't oh. know as uh, Kyle's uh, wife and family would really... We get a little bit? ...would really care for... Shop well, Toy Urns. Maybe Shop they'd give us urns. some ashes. Yeah. We divided up my brother's ashes. Here's an Etsy page. Of Toy <laughs> Urns? Yeah. Yeah. How big are they? Because we just need like a shot glass. Yeah, just you a know. Little, well, just let's a not little. put the cart before the horse here. Oh, okay. I mean, Ky- Kyle's family has to agree to give us some ashes. That's true. That we would put here in the studio to honor Kyle. <laughs> it's an odd idea, too isn't soon. it? Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Mm. I didn't even get any Jimmy Martin. My brother's ashes were wow. in the basement. I got got them put in the basement, and I, then I lost them for a while. Huh? So on Amazon, okay. I know how you feel about Amazon, Carrie, but oh. uh, small, one-inch, handcrafted urns, beautiful tiny keepsake urns, hold 1.2 cubic inches of ashes, and they come in four colors. How much are they? They're 12 bucks. Yeah. So it's not uncommon for people to do divide, this kind of thing. To divide up. See, the, yeah. There yeah. we go. Well, I mean, they people do it all the time, but I, you think of it, dividing it up into those smaller portions, that's an interesting... I'll bet they have urns on chains that you can wear oh, around I'm your sure neck. Of it. These are actually really nice little little containers. Are they ceramic or plastic? No, they look like they're ceramic. Hmm. Just a thought. Just throwing it out well, there. Well, I don't know if Kyle's listening right now. but All right. or And if his wife is listening, she's probably saying, you're never going to associate with those people again. <laughs> Could be. Zach Efron trivia. Easy Zach Efron trivia. Now, when, when if you beat Gina... You'll win. Good luck with that. What? What's the prize? Uh, Arctic Monkeys tickets. They're coming to Vivint Arena. You'll think this is a mistake when I say it. September 20th. Next September 20th in 2023. So it's one less thing for you to worry about. Mm-hmm. It's all taken care of. 
Did you ever walk a long way with a pebble in your shoe? <laughs> Have you suffered a toothache for more hours than you could care to get to a dentist? <laughs> a blistering sunburn is no fun either, is it? Well, let's see what you do with this installment of Beat Gina. I'm your announcer, Johnny Ola. Today's Beat Gina is brought to you by Turtle Wax Car Wax. It's the only auto polish with Brillium that gives your car a hard shell finish that protects like an invisible garage. Brillium! Turtle Wax for that hard shell finish. And now, <laughs> here he is, a man who always finishes hard, Terry wow. Jackson. Brillium. Brillium. Give me some of that turtle wax. I could use some. All right. Uh, the randomizer is uh, choosing a contestant now, and it looks like Elias is who you'll be uh, playing, well, sort of with. We, we're throwing a little curveball today, oh, Gina. Oh, great. A curveball? El- Just what I need. Elias do. is here, but also Mark Stewart from The Advocates is here. Oh, he's smart. It's he, a team. He always does well with Elias has called in a ringer. Now, uh, Elias <laughs> and Mark. Elias, here's the thing. You need to decide now. Do you want Mark to play for you, or is it a mighty Marvel team-up and you both play against Gina? I think this is going to be a great crossover event. I'll I'll use some help. Crossover event. Okay. (laughs) All right, Mark Stewart from The Advocates, you're going to team up with Elias here today. And uh, All right. Get it down, Elias. Okay. So uh, tell you what, Mark, why don't you call heads or tails? This will determine who goes first. I'm going to go heads. All right. Coin Toss app says uh, Tails. Oh, see, oh, I'm already beating. It's two against one, and I'm already winning. <laughs> that means Gina gets the first question. It gives her an advantage in the game, the first question to answer exclusively. If she gets it correct, she gets the point. If not, we'll go to the uh, team of uh, Mark and Elias, and they'll have to decide what the correct answer is. And if they get it correct, they'll get the point. We'll go back and forth until one of you has three points. Now, if uh, if Mark and Elias win, Elias gets those Mar- Arctic Monkey tickets. Mm-hmm. But what uh, are what are you guys prepared to do in Gita's name if she wins? Well, I was going to do a donation to the Pet Humane Society, and if I could find a way, I'll get her a taco with no cheese <laughs> or lettuce. God bless you. Only meat. God bless you. All right, Gina. The first question is for you. It is Zach Efron trivia today oh, because right. it is his birthday. Oh, I'm well aware. It's- you know. I think uh, Zach Efron and Mark go out for drinks. Do they? I think. Mm, okay. Well, that could be an unfair <laughs> yeah, advantage. Yeah, dear friend. <laughs> unfair advantage, then. All right. So, Gina, first question. Zach Efron was ranked number two on TV Guide's Top 10 Teen Star Countdown in 2008. Number two? That's a travesty. Well, that's the question. Who was number ah. one? Who was number one? Was it one, Baruka Salt, mm-hmm. two, Steven Seagal, mm-hmm. three, Vanessa Hudgens, or four, Miley Cyrus? Hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, we'll go Miley. Miley? Yeah. That is correct. Ah, yes. Gina has the point. And now the team of Elias and Mark. All right. Here you guys go. His singing voice in the first high school musical was not his. What? the hell you say? It was dubbed over. He lip-synced. Oh, man. Who sang his parts in the first high school musical? Was it one, Gene Wilder, <laughs> two, show producer Drew Seeley, three, Randy Newman? You can just picture it, can't you? <laughs> no. We're all in this together. <laughs> I mean, high school musical. <laughs> or four, John Mayer. 
Ooh, I'm going to say two on that, Elias. What do you think? I think two, too. All right. It is decided. Yes, it was show producer Drew Seeley. There you go. Nicely nice. done. The score is tied. Sweet. Gina's got the question. Gina. Yes. Zach Efron learned to ride the motorcycle from which celebrity? Okay. A celebrity gave him motorcycle right. hints and lessons. Okay. Was it one, Gary Busey? Was it two, Evil Knievel? Uh-huh. Was it three, Tom Cruise? Uh-huh. Or four, Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, I love to think of Leonardo DiCaprio teaching him. Well, I do too, but... No! Oh. Terribly sorry. Chance to steal. Elias? I think it's number three. You think it's number three? Mark? Who is number three? I would three? go with three. Three is Tom Cruise. Tom that Cruise? is correct. All right. Oh, yes. Man. You, okay. guys, you guys have two points, and you control the question. Oh, you man. could You could win with this mm. question. Okay, here you go, you guys. What is Zac Efron's most prized possession? Mm. Is it one, his autographed baseball collection? Two, his high school musical basketball jersey? Three, his coffee mug that says, what the duck on the side (laughs) and has a cute little duck on it? Or four, he has over 7,000 banana stickers. You know, the stickers yeah, on the bananas, the you dole, know, the, you know the... over 7,000 of them. Which is the correct answer? Uh, I might need help. I'm stuck between one or two. All right. Go I'm thinking it's probably one. His base, is two the, his jersey? His jersey is number two, yes. Ooh. Yeah, I'll go with his baseball card. Ooh. Yeah, let's go with his baseball well, collection. Well... That is correct. Oh, yes, wow. and uh, you guys yeah. win the game. Nicely oh, done. Two against man. one. Absolutely fantastic. And you don't give me an opportunity time, to be nice. Gina, next time, <laughs> All right. <boy>. Well, <laughs> well uh, you uh, won those tickets for Elias, Mark. Congratulations. Right. Nicely done. Elias, we'll put you on hold Thanks, so you can, you can get the yeah, information of how to, how to find out how to get those Arctic Monkeys tickets. And, uh, Mark, I imagine you probably have to go back to work now to doing serious business. <laughs> you bet. Back to the law office. We'll just remind your listeners, if anyone's ever injured in an accident, feel free to give us a call. We'd be happy to talk to them. Everybody out there deserves an advocate. All right. Thank you. Uh, listen, I'm out. I'm I'm going home with a quart of gin and a bottle of turtle wax. I've got things to polish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. News now brought to you by... Travel to a distant time and place, explore the magnificent architecture and legends of ancient Egyptian civilization. Mysteries of Egypt is now playing at Clark Planetarium at the Gateway. Visit clarkplanetarium.org for showtimes. Uh, Gina uh, pointed out this story to me. I'd seen it, but it's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle. I'm glad you uh, grabbed it again Mm because it's about bears. Mm -hmm. They're killing machines, you know. Yeah, they are. Grizzly bear attacked and injured two men in Cody, Wyoming including, well, I guess one of the men was a Utahn. Apparently surprised the bear while they were recreating in the Shoshone National Forest in northwestern Wyoming. Uh, The encounter happened Saturday. The men were off a trail and searching for antlers. That's a big deal. People do that. They go go shed. For sheds, yeah. Yeah, shed hunting. Yeah. uh, I don't know what they do with them exactly. They'd probably use them for handles on knives and all kinds. Yeah, what do you, of you make? Well, uh, I I get uh, antlers for Riley to chew on. They're good dog. <laughs> they are. Um, they, they I didn't think about them. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, antlers shed by deer and elk. 
uh, and uh, that's what they were looking for. The antlers, oh, it says here they can be sold for taxidermy and craft purposes and, Gina? And chew, dog chews. And dog chews, chew, yeah. yeah. Uh, the men were able to call 911 from near the scene, and other recreationists in the, in the area were able to get them to the trailhead where they met search and rescue teams. One man was flown to the hospital by helicopter, the other taken by ambulance. State officials declined to release information about their conditions. Uh, so I guess, for those of you who are, have not heard, here's how it goes. Four members of the Trapper wrestling team were on a hike okay. when two of them encountered the grizzly. Due to the suddenness of the encounter, they were not able to deploy their bear spray. So they were armed with it, I guess. They were, they were prepared. After the attack... They were able to get back to their vehicle with the help of other teammates and sought medical attention. Both men are currently under medical care and expected to make a full recovery. Um, reports from hunters and landowners in the area where the attack occurred say there may be to six to ten bears uh, kind of roaming around that area. And uh, people and they're should killing be, machines. Yeah, they are. People should be very aware. Grizzly bears are protected under the Endangered Species Act. Unless they're trying to kill you. If you ever want to see a, a really interesting movie, uh, it's uh, a Grizzly Man. <laughs> it's the documentary Grizzly Man by, uh, what's his name? I always forget. I always want to say it's Wim Wenders, but it's not. Werner Herzog? Werner Herzog. As he stared into the eyes of death. It's a, it's a pretty good do damn documentary. Mm -hmm. uh, Grizzly Man. Uh, BTS, is that uh, Korean singing kids? Yes. Um, very popular. World, all, worldwide. Yeah, yeah, all over the world. Yeah. The seven members of BTS uh, will perform military service in their native country of South Korea, their agency has said, ending a long national debate over whether they should receive an exemption or not. While many fans of the K-pop sensation were hoping that the band members would be given special consideration Due to their contribution to the South Korean economy and international prestige, the artists will serve, each one of them will serve almost two years in the military. Mm -hmm. Jin, who is the oldest member of the group, will be the first to go into uniform after he turns 30. Into, well, he's too old to be BTS anyway. <laughs> he's that 30? Point. Yeah. Um, the, uh, he'll be 30 in December. Uh, the other six members, born between 1993 and 1997, will follow suit with the band expected to reform in about 2025. Uh, big Hit, part of BTS's agency, Hybe, said that the band's members were moving forward with plans to fulfill their military service. All able-bodied Korean, South Korean men under the age of 30 must serve in the military. Uh, there are exceptions. Some prominent South Koreans have received exemptions or been allowed to perform alternate public service, including Olympic and Asian Games medal winners, prize-winning classical musicians and dancers, which includes uh, Seong Jin Cho, the first Korean pianist to win the International Chopin Piano Competition, uh, also a footballer for Tottenham, a South Korean place for Tottenham. Uh, and um, they've been given exemptions. And there was talk that there were there was a lot of debate as to whether BTS would get an exemption or not. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the final decision was. That this is like when Elvis had to go 
sure. was a big deal. Yeah. And they, and he could have gotten out of it. Yeah. He's Elvis, but he he chose, he chose to go. To, you know, I think I think these guys probably said, "No, we should do it." Mm-hmm. And Elvis had a cush station and they probably will have a cush yeah. job. Uh, John Oliver on Sunday returned to the topic of trans rights. It's very it's it's a very informative episode. You should it's, watch it. We can't really play stuff here because it's so here's, long and involved. Here's yeah. some of it though, a little little condensate condensed bit of it. Pulled apart some of the dumbest yet persistent right wing talking points used to argue against equality for trans people. Mm-hmm. For example, sports. South Dakota Governor Christy Nome and what's her name here? Kira Birkeland. Yeah. Uh, have made anti-trans legislation central part of her agenda, signing a law that, among other things, essentially forbids transgender girls from competing in youth sports. John Oliver stepped in with a a little bit of a fact check. Mm -hmm. Quote, The kids aren't plotting big, deceitful school sports-related cheating schemes just to get what they want. You're thinking of Lori Laughlin. That's who you're thinking of here. Ah. You're confused. He also said... I had not really heard this, but apparently there people are claiming this is true. He looked into the growing number of Republican lawmakers citing a theory of schools stalking kitty litter for yeah. students who identify as cats. Oh, this yeah. is this is the great myth that they're throwing around. It's all over Facebook. People are genuinely concerned that this is You see is why happening. I don't go on Facebook? Yeah. yeah. The fact that you seem to generally genuinely think that this is happening is Heartbreakingly stupid, he said. He played clips of politicians in Minnesota and other states, Mm -hmm. all repeating that line. You know what they're doing? They're Mm -hmm. putting cat litter in. Joe Mm -hmm. Rogan has passed that law. It's all part of the myth. And he makes an excellent point. If this was happening, you would have heard about it. Yeah. (laughs) Long time ago. This is not something that they would keep quiet. This would be out there. Somebody sent me a, a, a little video clip the other day of... An alleged shop teacher who, did you see this? I heard about it. Yeah, uh, who had, you know, big, gigantic, prosthetic breasts and so forth. It, it was It fake. was a fake. It was all a fake. Yes. It was just, I, I mean, I took one look at it mm-hmm. and went, nope. Yeah. Nope. And then the final argument is, you know, they say that they're uh, these irreversible uh, treatments. No, they're not irreversible. Mm-hmm. The, none of the irreversible stuff and, happens until after and you're this, 18. And, and that's the point, is mm-hmm. that the surgery you can't have until after no. you're 18. Kids aren't getting and, surgery no. to take state. And I'll tell it's you, just, and, I'll, and I will tell you this, <laughs> that many uh, of those kids who think that they're going to do that, mm-hmm. when it gets time to go ahead and do it, they go, yeah, you know, I don't think so. But I, it's, I'm okay the way I am. I'll just, let's just stay this way. I would just encourage everyone to watch that episode because mm-hmm. he lays it out with facts in a calm and, and understandable way, and y'all are being lied to. <laughs> uh, I didn't think of this uh, story being having this effect. The future of one of the Discovery Channel's most successful franchises is under severe threat because of the snow crab oh, the crabs. fishing yeah. season. They've ha- had to cancel the snow crab fishing season. Deadliest Catch, I didn't know that was about snow crabs, mm-hmm. has aired on the network since April of 2005 and made stars of veteran sea captains like Sig Hansen and Keith Colburn and Bill Wikarski. <laughs> uh, Daily Mail reached out to the stars and producers of the show for comment on its failure. Uh, they're very concerned about it. Uh, apparently, 
people um, don't know exactly why the snow crabs have been disappearing. They, they're just gone. Um, they're hiding. <laughs> they're getting tired of it. The, They've gotten smart. They, until Discovery Channel gives us a cut of the action, we're going to be... Yeah, some people believe there's a disease in the snow, snow crab population, but the disappearance is very strange. And, uh, there's still a few around, but not in the huge numbers that there had mm-hmm. been. All right, that's it. Well, there's scandal upon scandal uh, in the world of poker and in the world of chess. Yes. I thought at some point you were going to do this chess story. I, uh, oh, I think we did talk about it. We did talk about it a week, or more than a week ago. Poker star accused of using a vibrating sex toy to cheat her way to $273,000 has passed a lie detector test in an mm-hmm. effort to clear her name. Yep. Robbie J. Liu raised suspicions last month after toppling veteran Garrett Adelstein during a Hustler Casino live stream after calling her opponents all in on the turn for just under a quarter of a million dollars despite only having a pair of tens and a jack high on the board. How did she do it? Well... The claim was she had a vibrating sex toy and someone was vibrating. Sending her Morse code? Yeah. Because the the games are televised, right? Where you can see the hands. And And that someone was. Now, this same claim was made against a champion chess player a few weeks ago. It was a very low-ranked player who beat like a world champion. And they claimed that he... Now... That you can you can put these toys in various places in your rectum, yeah, or... and it, it vibrates to tell you what to do. But they're cracking down on this stuff, is what I, I'm saying. There was no evidence. There was no tangible evidence in that chest that no. he did anything. No. Uh, this is sports, by the way. Uh, Major League Baseball today. You've got Cleveland Guardians and New York Yankees. That's an afternoon game. And you also, I think they were supposed to play yesterday, but they were rained, rained out. out. People were pissed. Yeah. They, there were people at the park, and they didn't cancel the game for like three hours. Yeah, that sucks. And then they send them home. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Phillies and Padres today at 6 o'clock, and it's officially uh, NBA season. Everything up to this point has just been, uh, did not count, but now it starts counting. So tonight, Philadelphia 76ers against the Boston Celtics, and the Lakers and the Warriors. Uh, oh, and Monday Night Football, the Denver Broncos are worse than you thought they were, and, and you thought they were pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost to the Los Angeles Chargers. The, the score in you know nineteen sixteen in overtime. You might think, well, it might have been a good mm. game. No, no, it wasn't. They haven't been good since what Pey- Peyton Manning. Uh, yeah, not for not for a while. It's remained seated with Gina Barberry and her son Festus. It's, so you need pants? Yes. Are the only I, pants you have is a pants with a no, little rip in them? No, the other ones have a butter stain on <laughs> Available at broadwaymediagroup.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Coming up, Frank Christ presents They're Fine, They're Just Fine. Also, sometime we have to talk to Katie. Um, oh, yes. We need because. Mm-hmm. Today's her last day here before she goes to prepare for her wedding. Hmm. And then who knows if she'll come back. <laughs> you know, I mean, you get she married. She might decide sure. to be a, a kept woman. You throw, the, <laughs> you throw the garter and you go. Is that what they do? They throw a garter. No, there's they? a lot of those weird traditions that I... Yeah, the guy... The, oh, that's what it is. The man takes the garter off and then he yeah. throws it. And then he throws it. And yeah. supposedly... Whoever catches it, they're the next person to get married. My, my uh, mm. girlfriend years and years and years ago, almost, we went to some wedding, 
and she uh, almost broke her back trying to catch the bouquet. It was ridiculous. Because <laughs> that, that's, that's science. Yeah. If you catch it, I, that, I, you will actually be be married next. It's, it's she, But she didn't want to marry me. You know, what did she? Maybe she wanted to marry somebody. It I think that's what it was. Marry who Look, went to the, uh, yeah. to the she wedding just, with? Maybe she just liked flowers. No, she liked men. <laughs> lots of them. <laughs> well, then she shouldn't want to get married if she likes lots well, of men. Yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of Katie better said, if you're single. Yeah. You get one to take care of you, and then the rest are you know just gravy. Katie says uh, we aren't doing the garter or or bouquet. Good. Okay. Well, that's that's good. good. All right. Uh, well, then, let's get to uh, Utah Word of the Day. And, uh, well, this will be a surprise. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. It's often said that the people of Utah speak a language all their own. It's a language that's often confusing and even incomprehensible to newcomers here in the Beehive State. So, Radio From Hell presents a handy guide to help everyone understand how the natives speak. It's the Utah Word of the Day. And today's word is... Canny. C-A-N-N-Y. Canny. And now, to use the word in a sentence once again, ladies and gentlemen, LaVar and LeGrand... Today, the boys are joined by a special guest for his Halloween season, Chainsaw Guy. Now, for the uninitiated, Chainsaw Guy is the character in Utah Spook Alleys that appears at the end wearing a hockey mask and brandishing a chainsaw to chase screaming patrons out of the attraction and off to their cars. Again, the word is canny. Uh, pardon me, miss. Yeah? Uh, it's, it's me, Chainsaw Guy. And... Uh... Uh, I want to thank everybody, by the way, for putting that picture of me up at x96.com slash live. Oh, there it is, oh, yeah. It's a handsome photo of that you. That is handsome. You uh, forgot, miss, you forgot to mention that I'm a self-certified life coach. Gosh, that's right. I, I'm terribly sorry. I have to do something to make money in the off-season. Also, the preferred nomenclature is not Spook Alley, it's Haunted House, or simply Haunt. We don't use the term spook alley anymore. I, I'm sorry, I didn't know. We are not children. Oh, no. Again, apologies. Haunt. Oh, and again, the word is... Canny. Ma'am, we're not stupid either. Our memory lasts longer than just a few moments. We can remember the word canny. And now, my friends, LeVar and LeGrand will demonstrate how this word is used in a sentence. Yeah, we will, but I gotta ask you something first. You gonna play on our team this year when we start Ward Ball? LeVar, you know he can't be on the team. He's a ringer. The rules say the players have to be in the team's ward. Well, no one's gonna know it's Chainsaw Guy. He just won't wear his mask or bring the pulling when he plays ball this year. Oh, hey, let me ask you. What haunt you gonna be at on Halloween night? Because after we take the kids out for trick-or-treat, after we take the kids out for their trick-or-treat candy, we want to bring them back to a haunted house. I'm not telling you that. Last year, the little darlings got sick because they ate too much candy and they got sick all over me. Oh, come on now. you got to tell me. LeGrand, he can't not tell me, can he? All right, all right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what haunted is. I'm going to be... <laughs> That is really 
One of the scariest hounds that I've ever left out. Hey, LeGrand, you ever notice that when chainsaw guy don't want to tell you something, that that chainsaw of his starts up and drowns out his voice every time? You all right, LeVar? It's uncanny. Join us again some other time as we examine how the Utah natives speak with the Utah word of the day. They're, they're always a stretch, aren't they? <laughs> but that one's timely. Yeah, yeah. it is. Hey, uh, listen, I was wrong, or maybe I was right. Hmm? Uh, yesterday, I was, uh, we were talking about TV shows, and uh, I was t- saying that show, The Watcher, mm-hmm. uh, and I I'd watched two episodes of it, and, and my wife and I, we didn't care for it. This one, nah, it's not that good. I'm not going to watch it. Well, I don't know. We were, we, we needed something to watch last night for some reason, so we watched the third episode. And I went, oh, oh. Now you get it. Now maybe. And I want, Gina, I want you to tell me a little bit about the real story. (laughs) But but I said, oh, oh, yeah, okay. And as as a matter of fact, as the episode went on, I started, I said to my, I'm getting queasy. Yeah. Just because something's going to happen that's just icky. Now, have you you seen your friend in it at all yet? Yeah, she's been in and gone. And I won't tell you how. Okay. But, um uh margo martindale uh but uh now so i i liked it and i'm going to keep watching it but then okay. i saw something online today it said uh people are upset with the fi- finale and they think it stinks the last episode of the watcher mm-hmm. but i i'll find out for myself but well so t- i don't really know the r- real so story. the real story th- is there is no ending the real story is the family moved and they never found out what happened did they hmm. so the the TV show that you're watching they they try to tie it together but in the real story okay they well, still so don't know who they the still watcher don't know is. so I don't want to give anything away but uh in the real story do they find out about the history of the house yeah. and yeah. creepy stuff yeah. about the history of the house okay yeah because right. yeah. I was because that's that's in the third episode there's a like the last third of it you just go oh my yeah yeah that's what that's why this that's why this got it if it were just a story about yeah we got yeah. notes in our mailbox yeah. and that was weird if that's all mm-hmm. it was it wouldn't be a TV well i was show. wondering if the real story was that and then they embellished it <laughs> no i mean because, there's, because, there's embellishment of be, course because but. if because if that happened in real life just they just got cat notes yeah. and notes and notes that'd be pretty creepy but you know yeah so, but this is not an embellishment, or you don't. I mean, I haven't seen. You don't it. know what the event they yeah. describe is. But there, but there, there is a history with okay. the house. I'll, I'll and in the TV <laughs> show, they they try to tie it up. Whereas I'll, in real life, it's just like, well, we'll never know. Okay. I'll try to. I'll unless you're going to watch it. Or you probably you probably don't care. Off the air, I'll tell you what. Happened. Okay. Okay. And then you can tell me if that jibes with the real. Okay. Story. Because mm. it was creepy. Mm. You it know, was, speaking of, I mean, mm. if we still have a second, Carrie. we got about a half second. Sure. Um, Bill, you did the story yesterday about these four friends that were uh, out biking and found in the river. Oh, yeah. Their their bodies were found in the river. Well, yeah. it, well, not just their bodies. Their dismembered bodies. Yes. Oh, it didn't say that. Yeah, this is a new detail that has come. Their mm. dismembered bodies and... New S has come to light. They were not just going out for a bike ride. Mm-hmm. They were going out to steal stuff 
on their bikes. On their bikes. And they uh, stopped by a friend's house, and uh, they said, hey, you want to come with us? We're going to go steal stuff. And Mm -hmm. the friend went, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. But the friend knew where they were going, Mm -hmm. which was some salvage yard somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so now the suspect is the guy that owns the salvage yard. Like maybe yeah. he came upon them stealing stuff, and he he wasn't having. It's always the none of it. It's always the crusty old yeah. caretaker of the salvage yard <laughs> yeah. who does it, and and cuts up the body. Yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, it wasn't just you couldn't have just shot them because nope. they were stealing. No. Nope. Well, you got to dispose of the bodies in the river. Yeah. If I cut them up, you know, you know, I had to. Yeesh. I just had to. What other choice did I have? That's right. Bobby kind of all acts with his eyebrows, though. They enter the room before he does. Yeah, they always do. Well, here he is, once again, the Grim Daddy, Frank Chris. I like that. You trying to make him sound cool? He's Grim Daddy. I need that. He's the bringer of death, the dark angel. He reaps the souls of our precious, precious celebrities. You don't like doing it, though, do you, Frank? Uh, no, I love our precious celebrities. But when, I always have. But when he puts his bony hand on the ce- celebrity's shoulder, well, that star knows it's time to go. I don't do the shoulder anymore. Oh. Most of the Reapers do that. Oh, you got so your I've own... decided I've gone with my own thing. Was there a Me Too mo- mm-hmm. moment about this? No, I just decided I needed to have something of my own. I mean, we what? all dress alike. We look alike. Yeah, so what, what do you do? Oh, you on the boop? nose? On the nose, I got a little booper. Boop. A booper. Boop. I started doing that a few years ago. Boop. And it's time to go to hell. Yep. All right. Time to go. Boop. Like right. that. Uh, we have Frank Chris. We invite him here with his cold and his fog. We invite him here into the studio every weekday to play a game we call Frank Chris Presents. They're fine. They're just fine. There are three people on a list of four who are fine. They're just fine. One of the people on this list is not fine. One of the people has well, they're they're pushing up daisies. Yeah, and uh, so it's a contest. We have a contestant on the line. Yes, uh, Kenny is on the phone. Gina, what can Kenny win if he gets this correct? Kenny could win tickets to see Blue October at the Complex on November 11th. All right, are you ready, Kenny? I am. How are you today, by the way? Kenny, uh, uncomfortable because I am not great with celebrities at all. Yeah, but how are you? I mean, are you, aren't well, you? How's your well-being? How are you feeling? Otherwise, wonderful. Thank you. No, here. here, here Let here, Gina help you. Tell, tell him you're fine. You're you're just fine. See? I, I'm, I am fine. Just, I've been non-booped, so I'm good. Okay, okay, non-boop. You're fine. You're just fine. Kenny, these are famous inventors. Four famous inventors. Oh, I feel like we're going to learn some things. Number one, Temple Grandin. Temple Grandin invented the squeeze chute and inventions that helped humane make more humane slaughterhouses. Uh, number two, okay. Edwin Beard Pudding. He invented the lawnmower. Oh, not pudding? Oh, it's pudding. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I keep thinking it's pudding. It should be pudding. Oh, okay. No, it's, it's sorry. It's Edwin. I didn't mean to throw you off, Kenny. Uh. It's Edwin Beard Budding. And uh, he invented the lawnmower, also credited with inventing 
the screw adjustable spanner and also invented a five-shot percussion revolver having brass manually rotated barrels. A rather prolific inventor. Yes. Number three, this inventor, Donald Weeder, created various ways to wrap flowers in flower pots and used different materials for doing so. Well, somebody had to. I know. And number four, Ashoke Sen, his main area of work is string theory. So he invented theories about string theory. He is among the first recipients of the Fundamental Physics Prize for opening the path to the realization that all string theories are different limits of the same underlying theory. If that helps. No, it doesn't. No, I it can doesn't never really. follow string no. theory. Uh, so those are four people, inventors, theorists, if you will. Which one is no longer with us, Kenny? Kenny? Which one is no longer with us? Yes, which one, which is, one is not Only fine. one of them is not fine. There's only one dead guy there. Yeah, I, would, could... I would have to say it's it's either one or two. Mm. Um, well, take a shot. Do you want to hear them repeated? No, I know the uh, the first one. I can't remember his name, but he was the uh, the slaughterhouse squeeze shoot. Uh, yeah, more more yeah. humane. Yeah, um, lawnmowers have been around for a very long time. So I would I would really have to lean towards. Uh, thinking that we've only been humane in slaughterhouses for a limited amount of time and Kenny, we've been mowing lawns for Kenny, a long time. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny you, you're correct, but you have you have used way too much brain power <laughs> to come up with the correct answer here. Yes, Edward Beard Budding. I, I got into this category of, uh, and it was it was a bad one to do, because most famous inventors are dead. Well, and, and just to back up a minute, Temple Grandin is not a man. Temple is a woman. Yeah, is a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, but Edward Budding invented the lawnmower. He died in 1846 at the age of 51. So there you go, Kenny. You I enjoyed hearing Kenny's cool. process, frankly. Uh, well, good. I'm glad you did. Uh, Kenny, thank you for playing the game. Thank you. Right, hang on the line. All right, we'll tell on. you how to get those Blue October tickets. Uh, yeah, that was a t- it was a terrible category. I got into it and I went because even you know even. Like the invention, the lawnmower, that was the, and it was obviously invented a long time ago. New things are invented all the time. I know, but they're obviously modern. Well, that man, that uh, man, uh, Mike Lindell, he just invented the pillow. Well, that's true. A few years ago. I'm sorry, I wish I'd thought of that. (laughs) The inventor of the pillow. He calls it my pillow. Yes. I call it his pillow. His pillow. <laughs> but, but he calls it my pillow. I don't Would know. Would you boop Mike Lindell, though? Oh, I, Did he get a I'm, boop? I'm waiting. I'm All waiting right. on that one. Well, Frank, what's what's next for um, you? Has anyone seen Mike Ditka? Ditka? Oh, Ditka? Chicago Bears. 82. Oh, yeah, Chicago Bear. Iron Mike. Yes. Iron Mike Ditka. 82 well. years old. Martina Navratilova, 66 today. She's well, in good shape. Yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme, 62. The Muscles from Brussels? Yes. Wynton Marsalis is 61. Yeah. Oh, he's he's fine. They're all fine. It's Ditka that I think is probably... Not fine. Not so well. 82. All right. He might even thank me. Oh, I'll never get any rest. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. So long, Death Stick Boy. Death I have a list here of names that you can call... I've never heard that. I haven't either. 
Top-rated Grim Reaper nicknames. Death Stick Boy. Death Stick Boy. Oh, it, I can click on it. Maybe that. No, that just copies it. <laughs> I, I was hoping maybe it would tell me where it Give you an origin. The history of Death Stick Boy? Let's see if I can find out. Oh, maybe I can. Yeah. What's the, what's the etymology? How did we get there? I don't know. Let's see if that this works. Paste. Oh, well, maybe. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah, I'll find out. And it is time for Big Boy News and Opinuendo brought to you by... Water Pocket Distillery's new barrel-strength light whiskey. Water Pocket has opened a satellite distillery called Robber's Roost Distillery at the Etta Place Cidery in Torrey. This is near Capitol Reef National Park. You can learn more on Instagram and Facebook at Robber's Roost Spirits. You know who the robbers were, don't you? Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Butch and the gang. Uh, jurors in the uh, trial of Harvey Weinstein will be allowed to hear Gavin Newsom's. He's the uh, mayor mayor of Los governor. Angeles. No, governor. He's governor. Oh, he's governor of California. Of California. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, be able to hear uh, Gavin Newsom's wife email the movie magnate for advice about dealing with the media amid a scandal involving the California governor two years after Weinstein allegedly raped and assaulted her, so Newsom's wife. Uh, the judge granted narrow permission to the defense to introduce evidence of the message sent to Weinstein in t- 2007 when Newsom was mayor of San Francisco and dating Jennifer at the time. Uh, but Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Lisa Lynch forbid the defense from discussing the underlying issue behind the email, the revelation of an affair Newsom had in 2005 with one of his aides. Judge Lynch called it too tangential in relation to the trial. Weinstein's attorney, Mark Worksman, uh, argued adamantly for the inclusion of those details. Of all the things you'd think a woman that is raped by Harvey Weinstein wouldn't do is ask him how to deal with a sex scandal. Worksman said. There's a point. Uh, Deputy District Attorney Marlene Martinez responded, I'm not sure how Mr. Worksman knows how a rape victim would behave. They do not react in a manner how someone who has not been raped would think. Uh, yeah. Again, a, a point. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, so, so they're saying, uh, I guess the judge is saying it is not germane to her uh, allegation. Have to judge it on the face of of the allegation itself. That make that does make sense. Um there uh there I when is he going to go away? That's what I want to know. Well, I mean he's he's in prison, mm-hmm. but he's, he's there's just too extra much about prison. him. Yeah, I mean there's just there's too much about him he's coming gross. out time and time again. Uh Meghan Markle has opened up about her year as a Deal or no deal briefcase girl. Why does she have to do that? And <laughs> revealed that she quit because she was objectified. What did she think she was going to be oh, when you're, that's your job? Only appreciated for beauty, beauty not brains, yeah, and felt treated that's the job. like a bimbo. God, you're a really harsh person sometimes. Aren't it's true. <laughs> so, that was what you were hired to do stand there and hold a briefcase. You the were hired for your brain the, on that. There, she wasn't. There. There are ways she could have been treated that were horrible, and or there are ways she could have been treated that would make her feel like she was a valuable contribution to the overall program. You don't have to... What she's saying is, they treated me like a bimbo, and the show objectified me. Uh, the Duchess of Sussex, 
says she was grateful for the work as she tried to break through as an actress and pay the bills, but disliked how it made me feel, which was not smart, because I didn't feel, I didn't like feeling forced to be just all looks. You weren't forced. You applied for the job and accepted it. I don't feel bad for her for feeling this way about being a model on a game show. That's her job I don't, as a model on a game show. I don't particularly feel bad for her. I understand what she's saying. Uh, the Duchess, who appeared in 34 episodes of Deal or No Deal between 06 and 07, said, I want our daughter to aspire to be somewhat higher than that. Really? Well, I hope so. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, yeah, her daughter is, uh, oh, her daughter's name is Lilibet. That's right. The, uh, Queen Elizabeth's nickname, mm-hmm. Lilibet. Uh, anyway, she was on, um, it, Deal or No Deal like 16 years ago. Dill or No Dill? Uh, no, it's Deal. Oh. This, this, this is Deal. No, Dell or No Dill is a, is a food network show. <laughs> uh, Daniel Craig's out, a Knives Out character. Uh, Benoit Blanc. Benoit. Blanc. They Benoit. Say, Benoit. Oh, they say Benoit. Benoit Blanc. I saw the movie, but I don't remember He's that. He's Southern, Bill. Yeah. He is a member From... of the LGBTQ community, according to the film's director. Over the weekend, filmmaker Ryan Johnson and Craig, Daniel Craig, appeared at a press conference during the London Film Festival where they revealed that the actor's idiosyncratic detective is in a same-sex relationship. According to Insider, a scene in Glass Onion, Knives Out of Mystery, the sequel to Knives Out, indicates that uh, Blanc is living with a man. When asked during the press conference about the scene where uh, whether Blanc is queer, Ryan Johnson said, Well, yeah, obviously he is. <laughs> There's nobody in the world I can imagine bringing me more joy for Benoit Blanc to be with, he continued, referencing the actor who will star as his lover, uh, he said, "No spoilers, but who wouldn't want to live with that person?" Didn't say. Oh, so it's uh, oh. so it's a, it's a surprise. Oh, yay! <laughs> so I love that first one. You know, I remember liking it a lot, but I also don't remember almost anything about it. <laughs> I remember Daniel Craig being, you know, the, the flamboyant character, mm-hmm. and I remember the Wall of Knives mm-hmm. and remember, the old guy. Do you remember Chris Evans' sweater? I do. Because the rest of the internet does. I know. <laughs> who was the who was who was the old gentleman? The old guy. It's uh, uh, the Sound yeah, of Music. Uh, Joel Robert, Gray? No. Robert Preston? No. <laughs> no. Oh, Sound of Music. Uh, Somebody. Robert Goulet. No. <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan? No. Uh, Somebody Jordan. Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer. Yeah, that's right. He was in it. He lived upstairs. He was the old guy. Yeah. Oh, he's the murder that's victim. That's right. That's right. Okay, that's right. I, but I don't just. I mean, I don't remember the details of it's the movie. It's good. I, it was good. I remember being very entertained by it. But uh, sometimes movies like that to me are just like candy. You know, I enjoy them mm-hmm. a lot while they're happening, mm-hmm. and then, then, but you know, uh, let's see what else we have here. Oh, I, I'll do this just because, because we can hate him even more. Kid Rock. Uh, has a bar and a restaurant, of course, in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, of course, and it's called Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk and Rock and Roll Steakhouse. Yep, I couldn't stay far enough away from that. Yep, uh, and the purpose of this story is to let us know that uh, they now own 
a NASCAR stock car. Makes sense. Driver Daniel Suarez, number 99 Chevy Camaro, debuted the Kid Rock-sponsored look on Sunday uh, at Las Vegas Motor Speedway in Las Vegas, Nevada, for the South Point 400, a race in NASCAR's mm-hmm. Cup Series playoffs. Another, oh, let's see, another Nashville bar, Tootsie's Orchid Lounge. Now, that's a nice name. Tootsie's Orchid Lounge sponsored go another car. Uh, driver Ross Chastain's number one Chevy Camaro. So, there you go. Big ass honky tonk and rock and roll. Shut up. I'm excited. I haven't watched it yet. What? But there is a supercut preview of season four of Succession. Yay. Uh, season All horrible four. people. Season four is coming up. Um, Which one of these uh, horrible people are you rooting for this week? I mean, you do kind of. Because it'll change oh, from it's week in, to week. Uh, when, what they mean by a supercut, it's in with a bunch of other previews. Oh, okay. So there are sneak peeks of The Last of Us, The White Lotus, Love and Death, so, some others, and so Succession. Okay, I saw this yesterday. You don't see a lot. Uh, in the short trailer, which confirms the new season will arrive in 2023, Logan Roy says, this is not the end. We're killing the opposition. And there are photos of his children looking exasperated. Yep. Okay. And uh, Katie is leaving us hey. after today's Our show. little girl. Well, well, just for a little bit. We're giving her away. <laughs> <laughs> All three of you are walking walk, me down the aisle. Yeah, walk you oh. down the aisle. No. <laughs> but yes, I am. Is a- there going to be an aisle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm I'm taking the next few days off through Monday to get prepped and ready for my wedding. All of my family is coming in from out of town, and most of my friends uh, live out of town, so they're all coming into town too. Uh, so you have to entertain all those people, right? Yeah, you yeah. To, like not just for the wedding, but for the, the this this week is going to be uh, an amazing amount of work. I've got the bridal shower on Wednesday. I've got our bachelorette party on Thursday. On Friday, it's the wedding rehearsal and dinner rehearsal. When are you going to? You got to squeeze in the Lord. premarital colonoscopy. When are you going to oh, do that? I didn't know that was a thing, but yeah. okay. Uh, um, but yes, it's. I'm getting my nails done. I got to go get succulents and stuff for my uh, my centerpieces that are going. Well, succulents get, are good. I got to get myself some succulents. They're, they're dinosaur planters with succulents in was, them, and then some guests can take them home. And succulents stuff. is one of those words I love. Yeah, succulents. Oh, well, that's a little creepy, but okay. Uh, nevertheless, I'm excited. I'm nervous, but excited. There's been uh, some complications, but we've got it figured out. Uh, my, uh, We found out my sister has COVID when oh, she just got into town. That's bound, yeah, that's, bound to happen. That's uh, a, comp- a complication and for so, sure. Uh, and she was, well, the worst thing, she's one of my bridesmaids because I have a matron. Or not, I have a, a, not anymore. I have a maid of honor and a matron of honor. And so she's probably, uh, she's not going to be able to stand in line with us. Um, but she was also my cake maker for the wedding. Uh-oh. So it's, I'm lucky that I have uh, multiple baker friends, surprisingly. So luckily, uh, one of our old high school best friends who works at a local you know, bakery is willing to take over and why, make those. Why don't you just call this off? I mean, it just sounds like, <laughs> it just sounds dreadful. Because uh, there's a lot of money that I would lose if I call oh, it off at this point. Yeah. And I have too much family in town already, including my mm. half-brother, who I don't get to see often. So I'm excited to go. So there's no romance involved here. It's just you'd lose a lot of dough. Uh, well, I mean, Andy, Andy, and I technically got married at Lost Lands with a with a fake, mm. non real certificate. But <laughs> you, eh, mm. we're well, excited. We've been together it's a long time, eight and a half years. Yeah. Um, but we are excited just to have kind of like a fancy party because mm-hmm. yeah. nobody ever we don't get to dress up a lot, and so yeah. I'm kind I, of excited to I do it. I went that. and bought a suit yesterday. 
I'm excited you to see you in a suit. a suit. I don't own one. I am so excited to see you in a suit. I do, I don't know. I don't own one. I used to, but I don't. Mm. I don't have one. In, I haven't had one for years. And so whenever I've like had to go to a funeral or something, I try to piece something together, yeah. and it just looks like hell. So I went to the men warehouse. Men's warehouse. You're gonna love how you look. At men's warehouse, and did, did and, you love how you look? Well, I, I have. It's getting tailored. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it has to be yeah. altered and tailored fitted, and yeah. fitted, and so I got to go pick it up on on Thursday. But Jack, he he was very good, very okay. helpful. Yeah, we've, now, been, we've been using Jose Bank, but and I and I won't wear black because there've been there oh were, that was a thing there that was a thing yes the, uh, no no black invitation. dresses. May I suggest men's warehouse? <laughs> Jack is brilliant. Get a nice suit. Um, so this says, uh, 530, mm-hmm. it says the expose commences at 530. Is that the, That's the, the ceremony? ceremony? Yes. Okay. Uh, expose is the ceremony. Expose is the ceremony. Okay. And then, uh, those that are only coming to the reception would say reception starts at seven. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So you, we, we have a, a limited window. Yeah, I figured. And so I, we were trying to decide whether we wanted to go to the ceremony or the reception. Yeah, and and that's up to you, you guys. Either. either way, yeah. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Or uh, both. Or or both if you want to. A uh, cocktail hour does start right after the ceremony, so you guys could. Well, come I'm to coming that to the ceremony and then have a couple of drinks before you leave. We are paying for two drinks for the guests, so I mean, at uh, least you have. What, what sort of food are you laying out? Uh, there you is, got, I hope it's tuna puffs and nut cups. They, uh, it's it's some. Um, uh, we've got like caprese skewers. Uh, uh, some wagyu beef stuff, and then another appetizer, and then for dinner we're having like a Mediterranean, uh, like burger thing, and then like normal burgers and salads and fruits and a lot. You're it's doing a yeah, lot. It's, it's now is everybody who you invited invited to dinner as well? Yeah, uh, yes. So everyone oh, that's uh, coming to the ceremony and the reception are all for dinner. Mm. Um, those that are only ceremony are getting reception or are getting appetizers and dinner um so yeah so so does it say on my invitation what i get uh no it's it's an open do i have to just worry worried about celebrating katie you're just worried about what the food is do i have to bring it bring it so so that they'll let me in is is my drink ticket on there uh no i actually will have i have somebody that will be handing out drink tickets for you guys and then uh you guys will give those to the bartenders they'll uh they'll do two drinks i i bought two drinks for everybody that's drinking alcohol, and then it mm-hmm. turns into a cash bar because that's way too much money for oh, all of for my sure. friends that drink. Sure. Is it just an ounce <laughs> shot, or what's the pour on that? Uh, you know, we're in Utah, so um, no. Don't you want to know their, about their love story? About yeah, their, you know, the romantic part. They've been together uh, eight years. I figured it's been a long time. Yeah, I figure they're fine. Wait till it gets to be eighteen years. We're getting there. Twenty three years. Hey, my parents are celebrating their like forty seventh year, so I wow. want to like match that and go further. Good. So good for that's you. my goal with it's him. A good goal to have. But we're happy. We're excited. I've been kind of a stress ball, and yesterday was a crazy mess trying to figure out everything with my sister because she's now quarantined in my parents' RV like I did. Mm. Uh, and. Um, are you so. going to bring your dog? No, I I could have brought in the dogs if I wanted to and had them incorporated in the mm. wedding. Lucy wouldn't do so well. She's not as social as Vax mm. is. Uh, Vax probably would have been fine, but instead we have little uh, dog figures that my best friend painted, and they're going to okay. go on the cake Aww. instead of a cake I'll topper. Uh, yeah, well that's nice. It's well, going to look like they ate part of the cake. A, what's the what kind of cake is it? I'm I like it's cake. Still more food. Uh, so our the two tier cake for my, for Andy and I is going to be a pumpkin cake. 
And okay. then uh, we'll have cupcakes that are chocolate, vanilla, or lemon. Okay. Sounds good. You know, yeah. Can I like, have one of each? I mean, if you really feel like it, okay. they're going to be some pretty nice, hefty cupcakes. Okay. For okay. someone like Katie that's so organized, I'm sure putting on a wedding is stressful just for so regular stressful. people. <laughs> but I think for somebody that cares about things being just so... This will be good when this is over. I can't tell you, you how many lists I have rewritten yeah. <laughs> and things like that, but it, it's it's getting there. Things are done. Most of the stuff is at my parents' house, and uh, I've been breaking in my boots, which has been good. That's a good idea. So, um, yeah, we're we're on a good start. I can't believe it's already this week. I had a I feel like a year and a half of planning went by really quickly, <laughs> but I'm excited to see the end end goal. Yeah. Um, I'm really sad about my sister, but I did call Dr. Cobble yesterday and I was like, is there any help you can give me? So we talked for a bit and he, he helped me out with some things, but oh, that's nice. we'll, uh, we'll um, see. So uh, now again, do I have to bring my invitation to get in? No. Okay. No. Well, what? So aren't you worried? I've seen this happen. People crashing weddings. Oh yeah. No, I have a, my groomsmen know exactly few people that are not allowed to be at the wedding. Okay. And uh, they'll keep an eye out for those guys. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All it's, right. So I'm excited. Okay. But I'll, I'll, well, I'll be packing. Don't worry. Okay. Right. Well, we I'll go. see you guys at the wedding. Otherwise, okay. I'm going to take off after the show later okay. today oh, in our okay. meetings. Right. Enjoy it. I'm excited. Nervous, right. but excited. Okay. Thanks, well, guys. Uh, we'll see you then. Yeah. Katie's wedding tomorrow. No. Saturday. Saturday, I mean. Saturday. I'm don't, looking don't forward. Go, to, don't go tomorrow. No. I'm I looking forward ex- to the eats. No, you're excited about the That's drink the tickets. Food. The drink tickets and the food. That's what I'm excited about. Holy matrimony! I can. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, Gina, I understand you have a list. I, I, I do. Oh, it's radio from hell with another list because people love a good list. X ninety six. This is a list of the most popular lies restaurant servers admit to telling their customers. Now, the first one's kind of harmless. Okay. Uh, you, you sit down at the table. You know, the waiter comes over, and the waiter says to you, how are you doing today? And you say, great. How are you? And they say, well, I'm great. They're probably not great. They, they, they always say they're great. They're not going to be honest with you. Your server's not going to say, oh, I'm going through a divorce. They're, they're so brave. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, the kitchen got your order wrong. Probably oh, yeah. wasn't the kitchen. I never believed that. Yeah. They probably wrote it. The, your server probably wrote it down wrong is what happened. But they that, they never will say that I wrote it down wrong. They'll blame it on, on the kitchen. Oh. That's a shocking admission. Sorry, the milkshake machine's broken. No, it's not. Well, They'll usually say well, that. Why would they say that? Unless it's McDonald's. Well, unless it's, <laughs> why would they say that? Well, because uh, if you go to a, a restaurant where they, they hand make their milkshakes, where mm-hmm. they put oh, ice cream like and that, milk yeah. and they put like actual strawberries in and they... Yeah. yeah. I used to do it at JB's. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah. And if they're really busy... Yeah, I don't get time because the servers do that. Then the, take the, the hug and milkshake <laughs> off the menu if it's a problem. The cooks, the cooks don't make the milkshakes. The servers do that, and they 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 don't have time sometimes. Okay, um, I'd get up and go look. <laughs> Show me. Oh, I have a great table for you right over here. Like it's a special. Like it's, it's not. It's, it's just. Not. It's. 
Uh, nobody ever says that to me. No, but no. sure they do. No, never. Oh, this, oh it's the best table right now. No, they say, we're, they, they, I walk in and they say, we're putting you by the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm in training. Now, I don't know why you would, unless you make a bunch of mistakes and, and you're trying to cover for them saying, I'm, I'm new, I just started here, I usually work at another restaurant. Could there be a better tip involved somehow? Maybe. If or, you're in training, you do a really good job. Maybe. It was a pleasure serving you today. Oh, it that's probably a, wasn't. Always a lie. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, Chick-fil-A says it to everybody. It can't be a pleasure every single... I see all those cars lined up in, in Sugar House. It is not a pleasure to serve every single one of them. <laughs> I wouldn't know what Chick-fil-A says. Uh, I'll take your suggestion to the chef. No. What would you suggest to the that would be uh, how how a, how a dish could be improved? I you know, you know would what would that? make this great is if you added a little. Would you do that, Gary? I wouldn't do that. Well, that's the point. We wouldn't, but there are people who would. Yeah. Hmm. You know, this would be good if you just. Add, you I know. I know three people who would do yeah. that. And when and when the server <laughs> says, "Well, I'll, I'll mention that to the chef," no, they they're, they're not, not going to go back to yeah. the chef I, and say, "This guy at table fifteen has a great idea." Have you thought about star anise? <laughs> I would have thought. I, I mean, I have trouble w- when the dish is not good. Uh, trouble even complaining about it. I don't like to do that. I I do sometimes. Usually because my wife will say, if that's be- you tell them. Tell them. That they'll want to know. Well, probably not, but I'll tell them. Well, my favorite thing on the menu is... And it's the last one. No, it's when they say that. It's, oh, when they yeah. say that. Oh, It's I, probably that they're trying to push something that they're trying to yeah. get rid of. That's like, that's what the old saying, but... Have the try the salmon. Yeah, that's because the salmon is what's the salmon's on its way out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We hope you'd enjoyed another list with Radio from Hell on X ninety six. Not sure what we learned there, but it was a list. Mm hmm. Maybe we just shouldn't go out to dinner. Well, I like to go out to dinner. Well, you want to go out to a place where people lie to you all the time? <laughs> yes, lie to me more, please. <laughs> now, the truth hurts. Now, at the the place that we went to in Vegas, uh, this uh, Jaleo, this uh, uh, tapas place, um, we were engaged with the server and, and receptive, mm-hmm. and, and she was having fun, it seemed like. And then the next day, we got a personal invitation from the chef that says, next time you want to stop here, let me know. See, there you go. So... I, and now I don't know if that's just a marketing ploy. No, I don't think so. But I think you had a good time. You was, were a good customer. They liked you. It was here's my contact info. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. At, at when I was at Ochre recently, I, the service was impeccable because it was all totally unobtrusive. I almost didn't know the server was no. there. No, they're good there. All right. Fine job as always, Katie. Live long and prosper, bitches. Don't you know who I am? Have you thought about Star and East? Have you thought about? <laughs>